left my stinger on. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Roundtable. I am Solo Base 15. Around the table, you see Calvin, Zareth, and Fatal. How's it going, guys? Yeah, going good. Happy to be here. Let's all just Back do thumbs up <laughs> so people can't and... hear us on the cast. <laughs> oh, you're, 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 not, you're not muted. It, it, the little bar is moving. Um, all right, so... I'm on mute. Oh, oh god damn it. My microphone. <laughs> Soul's on mute. That's nice. So we can talk crap about him now. OBS reset itself. Um, which is gonna be really confusing for everyone that can hear me on the actual recording of this. All right. So oh, no. the, <laughs> how the that actual, works. <laughs> I think the actual Zoom recording will actually have it. So I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Everybody should be good now. For those of you that don't know, uh OBS is freaking awful. And every once in a while, just decides to reset all of your settings, which yep. apparently happened to me tonight. <laughs> every time I would do Kyber Council, it was, it was just like, I swear to God, guys, I, <laughs> I normally like this. It's cold outside, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you still doing right. that? Uh, went on hiatus. Whenever I actually like, officially agreed to put it on hiatus, it's just I stopped talking about it and he stopped talking about it. And... <laughs> well, that, yeah, I don't know. yeah. All right. We're happy to absorb you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got you now. Yeah. All right. So welcome, everyone. Welcome to our third anniversary. I forgot to even say that. So for those of you that didn't see the announcement in the Gambit podcast page, uh, we started the podcast on August 13th. And at least for those of us on the East Coast, it is currently August 13th, three years later. So uh, mm-hmm. happy anniversary. Yay. Yay. I realized that at about 11 o'clock tonight because we're so good at keeping track of these things. Um, I, I just haven't felt the joy of it yet because uh, I it's not the anniversary for me yet. Right, right. It is still <laughs> August 12th for you. Yep. Um, all right. So here, yeah, uh, we have probably a lot to talk about from yep. Gave us a little bit of tidbits. Uh, we're headed into 5v5 with a brand new shiny Malgus that people are going to have to figure out. We have a brand new set of Datacrons. And um, sometime probably in the middle of 5v5, we're going to have a brand new ship drop. So just a few things going on. Yeah. Are you assuming that profundity is coming in that hot? I keep on like... Basically every day you ask me and it's like the date shifts the gun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume it's coming in soon because why would they give us so much time? Why would they give us so much time to get ready for it? It's, um, it's, it's CG, man. But like, how long do we know Grand Inquisitor was coming? It, it's like, oh my gosh, oh, that right, one was drawn yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and still, so few people unlocked him. It was like yeah. the awesome power of Steamroller. It's just like, ah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna uh, be another character. Uh, yeah. All right, maybe another side project. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then Grand Inquisitor came out and then drained <laughs> all of our resources. And they're like, hey, look at all these other things coming. <laughs> Have you ever tried? Like, do you use the SOH events site? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the, the gear checker. Have you ever yep. tried turning both the Joppa and Profundity on? Uh, when they first announced it, yes. And I cried a little bit. I cried myself to sleep That's right there. <laughs> That's... I did it once when it first came out. Like, 
blacked out immediately. It's just like, that's not a number I need to see. And then did it last right. night. And then, the number was like 180,000 <laughs> crystals or something stupid like that. And I was like, uh, that's, I don't have that much money. <laughs> 1350 carbs. I, I had like a hundred carbs at the time and just spent like the last three or four weeks, like power farming carbs everywhere possible. It was like up to like 550, 600. I was like, you know, I feel pretty good now. Let's go back and check the website. <laughs> You're not even halfway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know how I to can break this to you, but you don't right. have enough. You're not good. <laughs> you're not good enough. That site is a dick. It tells you the truth. Um, well, I mean, so I I have way more carbs than you guys because I'm fancy, but oh, probably just because I'm farming the wrong thing. But I, so I I love like 1,200 carbs, and I'll be like, all right, I'm sitting good, and then like two marquees come out, and I'm down to like 400. I'm like, what the hell? Dude. Right. I, I was at 950 when they announced the requirements and I went onto that site and was told I was 700 short. 950 carbs is a lot of carbs. And I think I was at 700 stun guns and they're like, yeah, you have just enough by about 50. Like, oh my God. I've been hoarding this crap forever. Can you imagine so, if we didn't get the challenge gear? Like back one? For, oh, oh my that God. would suck. Yeah, but for posterity's sake, uh, about profundity, Executor, it looks like, if I did my math here correctly, between the announcement and the actual event dropping, it was about 24 days, so a little over three weeks. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised if it's a very similar formula. Uh, well, so I yeah. predict, so that, that would have put it at e either, I think it would have been the 13th. I did the math of it. Um because uh, oh, I, I went in, I went and did the exact thing. Yeah, like so, and I was like, okay, they don't do updates on Saturdays. So, so I backed. I, I was like, okay, well, let's let's just be, let's just assume the worst about CG. Um, so I I predict the tenth, clearly wrong, but I, I guess now I just have to move it to the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, round up rather than down. Right. My yeah. my prediction was the sixteenth, but that's Tuesday, and I don't think that they're gonna give us everything on monday like they don't usually update things on monday so even if they do the update on tuesday we won't get the event until wednesday now that's typically how they do it too they never do it they never do anything on mondays well they probably do something on monday but they never do anything with us on monday but tuesday we typically get told and then wednesday or thursday something yeah. actually happens monday yeah. is past the laptop day <laughs> <laughs> um no but they i think that they um, honestly um yeah, like they'll. I'm glad that I. I was thinking about this. I don't. I don't know if I could have gotten profundity all the way to seven stars. Like I, I have the resources. You know, I have like a bunch of crystals, and then I have some money that I'll spend as well, buy a vault or whatever, and I'll, I'll get profundity seven stars. Uh, but I. I don't. I don't know if I'd have time to grind all that during Cron Quest and uh, <laughs> territory battles. Uh yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, the night, well, I guess it depends on if it's like the executor event. Because with the executor event, you buy the, you you bought the pack first, you got it to like five and a half stars. And then once you got to five stars, you could auto the event at least. So you bought the pack first, and then you did the 19 refreshes in the event. So you didn't have to play uh, and then buy it when you can hit auto. I think I think what I did for for executor for my main account, yeah, like my alt, I I did do all the missions because I needed this pinch uh, 
uh, crystals, but I think I just bought a ton of packs because I also hadn't done a good job. I think I'd found a couple like suspect mods in the mod store for ship credits and just like <laughs> just bought them anyways and immediately regretted my decision, but then I didn't have enough ship credits. So I was like, oh, hey, I'll just buy the pack and I'll get I'll get shards for for executor and I'll also get ship credits and I ended yeah. up having enough then. I was like, hey, look at me. I'm fancy. <laughs> I, I was. I was very oh, fancy. Still yeah. am, in fact. I have I have 30 million credits just waiting, waiting for this damn ship to drop. Man, it's a challenge for me. I, I hate going to the mod store and I'm like, I realize that it's a purple with only four speed and it's all it's only like a diamond, but damn, it's potency set with potency secondary. Damn it all. It's the way of pain. It's what it is. The 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 offense cross with the offense primary, with like a, yeah. a even like a plus three. I'm like, should I gamble on that? It's offense, offense. That sounds amazing, and then it oh, ends yeah. up as like a plus nine. And damn it, damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I'll buy that anyways. I'm just like, you know what? I'll yep. spend. A, I guess I'll spend a little money uh, if I have to, but. But damn, but yeah, they, they don't really come to come to anything. Yeah. Unless you're Calvin and Fatal and have good mods. <laughs> I think I think mod per mod, I probably have the worst mods here right now. Do I actually would like to see. Maybe I'm I'm gonna pull up the spreadsheet. I'll get back to you on that one. All right. <laughs> Send the spreadsheet. We can share it. Um or yeah, you know, a picture. Of I'll it. pull up my uh, my GAC analysis here, and I'll put your guys' uh, codes, and I'll give me give me like three minutes. Can do. Um, Fatal disappeared for the picture, at least. Oh, you want my my uh, ally code? Is that what you're saying? I, I can find it. Yeah. But thank you. Oh. Yeah, you're, Fatal, your camera stopped. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that all was funny. I'm telling you, man, technical difficulties tonight, it's a thing. <laughs> um, all right, while, while people are taking care of technical difficulties, let's, um, let's start with a question. Ooh, I like questions. <laughs> but do you? <laughs> um, no, so based on the profundity requirements, are there any specific tunes you would suggest gearing up that aren't included in the requirements but will be good for a ground team going with the requirements? So basically, for an Adrad team, who would you gear up as the fifth on the Adrad team if you had to? I have zero experience. <laughs> but I, the one that keeps coming back and I think is going to it's going to depend a lot on what the profundity is going to need because we have half the pilots for pretty much all the ships. So like, like Cassian engineer there, but K2 is not there and distance there, but what's his face is not there. Hair is there, but the other Phoenix aren't there. Um, so we need, really need to see the ship to know, but I, I think the winner is going to be SRP um, just to build up the distance ship more. And he seems to be crucial to be the whole Radis thing of needing to wait, you know, however many turns to get to his, non-ultimate ultimate the revive and he's just really good at tanking yeah i i think well so k2 isn't there so i really like k2 on adrad um 
I also really like Baze on that team. I don't know. Because Baze he gained... Steep. I, I don't... Because, well, Baze is... It steep. might be correct, though. But it, might, it still might be correct. I but... love his gaining turn meter anytime yeah. the other team gets a buff. And then he's just like, I'll take those. That aged super well. That aged really, really well. All right, go myself. <laughs> All right, so uh, things changed the moment that those requirements hit from what Radis kind of existed as before, and so I think there's two angles that you can talk about here. So Radis's whole thing is as long as he doesn't die, you're good. So the fact that yeah. they required him at R9, the fact that Datacrons exist now, technically means that the team has changed a lot. Like, if you ask me when Admiral Radis first came out, I think my answer would be like, Cheerit is kind of like the Vsauce in a Starkiller team. It's like the the random healer that never really had a job. Is like, well, I mean, Cheerit. Sure. Yeah. It's not old metas, but like, you know, he's pretty good on the team now. And like, again, the, the team's whole purpose is survival. You look at Cheerit's unique, you're like, oh yeah, the character is actually kind of sick, right? He like yeah. heals everyone every turn. Like you just place him down in front of a lower Vader team, <laughs> and your team just never dies to dots. Feels like you're cheating. Um. But yeah, I think like my holistic answer for if you just want like the best Radis team possible is probably going to be Radis Jin, Chirrut, K2 Bays. Uh, but what I will also say is with what CG has required you to get, you can probably just corner and cut really, really hard now. And like for the majority of fights you're going to take, you're probably perfectly fine to just go like uh, Radis, Jin, uh, SRP, Cassian is R8. Like, yeah. I so the the thing I'll tell you is that Baze is like deceptively good because the way that Radis works is you kill people with exposes, you kill people with your ults, and you like paper cut people. And the secret fourth ability there is uh you know, Baze has a twenty five percent health damage. And so there will just be some fights where it's like, oh, there's just like an L three on this team or something like that. Like, cause anytime any team that can cleanse your exposes, your damage just craters and if they have any amount of sustain you're fast tracking towards a timeout so like grievous l3 and like a dash team or whatever you will straight up lose if you don't have base on the team in my opinion assuming it's like a good l3 if she's whatever then whatever you're good uh yeah it's a things changed the moment that you know when radis got to relic nine because of datacron's existing like if you have some offense on your datacron just mod your radis to be super super tanky and like again you're going to even out on offense and be good there. So, yeah, I think you can corner, corner cut hard. Like, the, the perfect Radis team isn't super required. Is my mic? Yeah, your mic is. Bad. Uh, not as bad, not as, as, bad as earlier, yeah. as Solo was about to say. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crackling, though. Um, I've seen a few people up for the Adrad team. They're pushing Biston up to, like, 330 to be the fifth on that team. Which I kind of like just because I have Biston already geared and <laughs> 6e modded, but um, I don't know if he's going to add anything to that team other than being Biston. And I guess the theory is he pops the frenzy early and then just takes turns. And he, ha- I mean, he has some decent damage as well, but I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't think any of it stops Bad Radish Batch. Radish is a really a aggressive team. Radish is just right. kind of like a sit back and wait and let you lose on your own. <laughs> right. I don't I'm know. Excited to see how, but like, it's good to hear from you, Fatal, on on Radis because or on Adrad because I I don't know. I agree. I don't know crap about him. Like you you waited on him earlier, and and that that's awesome. Like we need more of that. Like we need I'm, more examples of good players using using new characters. So I'm excited for everyone that. to get their hands on them because it's a very very cool team. It's like very very unique. Anyway, I'm gonna try to fix the yeah. this mic stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's good we can hear from you. He's like, I'm leaving. temporarily Uh, Um, um, so i did get the spreadsheet pulled up if you would like to know the results of where we sit mod wise yeah let's let's hear it so i do you want me to share the screen or do you just want me to list it off uh you i mean you can list it off because if you share the screen i'm gonna have to is it is it a hotbot hotbot thing like no i use i use a spreadsheet that um Cedar Delmon, I don't know how to say his name that he made it. It's 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 basically a hotbot compare. Just okay. on Google. Or yeah, on uh, Google Sheets. Yeah. It's, it's Google Sheets, yeah. Um basically overlying, I do it depends on how you look at it, but overall, I would say that I had the worst mods. And actually, well, no, no, I guess there's nobody to throw shake is not here, but I have Ando beat. Um, I put in everyone's <laughs> with this curly here. That's yeah, like the margin. Screw that guy. <laughs> the the margins about- aren't huge. Like I have like 10 more plus 15s and it stops there. Um, Endall actually, like I guess we're going to throw him under the bus too now. He has pretty good stats across the board, but his plus 25s are like they're half what most of us have. Um, fatal and ta- so I actually, I, I didn't put classes in here. He's been gone too <laughs> long. Know. I know. I'm just being stupid. I well, no. So, it, it, well, because then it'll pull up Tommy's mods, and Tommy's mods are fantastic. Um, yeah. But uh, Gom, Fatal, and Tass—they both have, or all three of them have seventy plus twenty fives. Yes, and for those guys. Most of them are over two hundred. Gom's not quite there, but Tass and Fatal are both over two hundred plus twenties, which is pretty disgusting. Um, and then the three of actually we are me, X and Solo we're actually pretty comparable. Uh, X has everyone beat in the in the in the plus twenty fives area, but not by huge margins. Like we're very yeah. we're very close. Um, plus fifteens, um, they're all very equal. Uh, Solo, you have everyone beat in the in the plus tens, uh, which <laughs> is I'm metric. better than somebody. <laughs> oh no actually sorry that's a lie well you are but you're also better <laughs> in plus 15s like that's which yeah. is a much more crucial stat than plus 10s um yeah, yeah and then i i have similar to you guys but i'm i'm below you and i think every single area yeah i am yeah. i should have had you compare my alt as well i mean my, <laughs> my alt is significantly where like he'd he'd be the worst but well, actually... i might not share the results with everyone but i am going to look that up now my alt, yeah, you can you can mod shame me. It's fine. It's actually I'm not works. I'm not that not that ashamed of my mods on that account for for this for the account that it is for what it's both trying to do. I, I I'm usually the guy with the best mods in my group, even against people who have nine million GP and higher for uh, across the board. Yeah. So. It's yeah. Kind of fun. Um. 
Yeah, so now that we've compared sizes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for Radis. Calvin, will you be ready for profundity? Like if it came next week, would you ha- would you unlock profundity? No, I so I'm going to be probably three. I think three is a safe bet. Three month wait. Um, I'm still finishing Ray. I had or I was already pretty deep in her, um, which that's fun to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I was about to say. Wow. <laughs> I, well, I had, I had already guy. invested in some of the in some of the junk wrecks. Like Poe was already R five when this was released. So I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna. I feel like that would be very unwise on my part to give up on this right now and go go and venture into something else. So I, I'm finishing her. Um, yeah. I'm, ben Solo was just kind of like a hey, you should really do that. <laughs> yes. um, but so I'm doing that, and then Adrad, I'm only refreshing his node once, and that should get me him in about three months. And that's probably I don't know. That's probably enough time that it'll take me to get the relics on the, on the rest of the wrecks because the rest of the wrecks besides dash them on Mothma who are, you know, required for other things. Um, most of them are gear eight for me, like Hera, um, Biston, Hera, Biston, Cassian, Adred, they're all gear eight. Like they have nothing. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to have to work all of them up from zero. Yeah, that's, I mean, makes sense. I, I looked at those requirements. I think I have 32 characters that weren't at least G12. And between Java and Profundity, they found six of them. Six of the 32 that I didn't have leveled up. They're like, here you go. You're leveling these up now. Enjoy that solo. Yeah. yeah. That's. Hey, the good news is that after this, I'll only have 26 characters, not a G12. And then... After Java set two, I'm I'm sure they're gonna hit a couple in there too. We can only hope. Mm-hmm. No, oh, yeah, like I don't not nah. mob, mob, mob enforcers <laughs> coming. It's as Thanos, I, it's inevitable. I really hope that mob enforcer is the fa- farm boy Luke of this GL requirement where everyone's like, he's gonna be in the requirements. Oh, okay, People okay. started gearing him up and they're like yeah, yeah, there's no way that Farm Boy Luke isn't a requirement. And then they dropped the last set and Farm Boy Luke wasn't a requirement. And everyone's, but but I, I got him to G12. He had to be. Well, before are you, girl, do you, girl, you know someone who did that? Or are you referring to me? Because I, I have a guildmate that oh, did no. that. And I know. It's, it, it was so funny because he took I know him to relics. A lot of people. I know a lot. Like, of I think people. he took him to relic three or relic five, and <laughs> the exact quote was, "There's no way he's not going to be a requirement." And it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, then I have I have people in my guild right now that are gearing what up. What a mob loser! Granted, in Maw, gearing up mob enforcers like, all right, we already have the other two hundred and twenty-five characters at relic, so we might as well bring mob enforcer up now. But um, I know I, I there's. I look in my gear uh, guild chat every day and I see mob enforcer getting leveled and I'm like, guys, well, good for you, I guess. <laughs> I really pray, really pray that he is not a requirement, though. Uh, female, by the way, but yeah. Nothing yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, mob you enforcer. You don't know how she identifies Zareth. <laughs> Why? Don't put that on her. Uh, him <laughs> of that person yeah they. or that yeah 
<laughs> I can I can pronoun. I can, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. Did did you know that Mob Enforcer is a tank? I did not. I know very little about um, yeah. about Mob Enforcer. To be honest with you, yeah, me and Sarah were we, were we were reviewing Mob Enforcer for our character review on Crate the other day, and. <laughs> And we were, we were both like, wait, what? A tank? Like, <laughs> it was just so baffling because there's no taunt involved or anything. <laughs> of like, course there's not. <laughs> they were just like, hey, here's a tank that doesn't do tank things. <laughs> well, that, I, I think that's really a sign of early game because there were yeah. there were several early game tanks that had no way of taunting. Like I think fives and mace uh, were, were both yeah. in that category Ma- before they got reworked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a little bit later, but JTR as well. Um, and they that her kit still kind of works, honestly, even without taunting. But oh, also other thing about Mob Enforcer, I don't know if this is still, still true if they fixed it, but apparently thermal detonators are not weighted equally, like they're not created equally. Like some do Correct. more damage than others. Yeah. Yep. And apparently it, hers is the most. It's like it's like the best thermal detonator. She has the is. best one. Yep. It's like the highest amount. I remember that. Now that you say that, I remember, it. and yeah, it it is still, it is still true. <laughs> uh, Whose is you say? Mob enforcers is. Yeah, it's like sixty percent. It's something absurdly high. It, it, it's oh. higher than the rest. Yeah, like, sorry, Jawas and Dengar. And that's just in the in, in like if you look at the mechanics. Yeah. And that's to be. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'll have to make a list of which thermals are the best. That's actually kind of a fun idea. Um, I think there was a Reddit I, post on about it a long time I, ago. I think the SWGOH wiki uh, has them all listed. Yeah, uh, it probably does. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. That's that seems like good fodder for my uh, for my week for the plan. <laughs> so the plan show, yeah it's um that is pretty interesting though i i actually didn't realize i didn't i i thought that i guess on some level i did know that i just haven't cared like <laughs> well it's not, it's not relevant <laughs> well it, no, it I doesn't mean, change anything it, it kind of does though because i it's it's kind of for this foolish like blind like willing blind spot thing where i i was like well I think they all just do 20% health, max health, or something like that. I forgot what but what I but clearly, clearly I was just wrong. Like what what's the standard? Is it 20%? Well, I'll I guess I'll look that uh, up. Too. It changes there, per character. By the way, yeah. am I good? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. Hey, fatal. Did you um, all know that they cheat on potency? That's the real the, the Jawas? Uh, yeah, they j- have... just the editors in general. Oh. They yeah. cheat on potency, so that you apply them easier. Uh, thermal detonators use your offense and convert offense into potency. So when I was like, what if I just took a Mon Mothma team and filled them with an acidy? Could that be anti-Jawa? It's like, well, yes, but you would need like six, seven hundred percent. Good luck. <laughs> Jerks. Well, I, I know that Jawa Scavenger actually has a hidden mechanic that every turn he takes, or maybe it's every tur- uh, turn everyone takes, his his potency secretly goes up. Every turn. Like really? 
Yeah, huh. it, it's just like just randomly goes up a little bit. And so Jawas are double cheating. That's well, fun. not not if they're using their offense. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sure. the thing well, that, the the thermal dinners convert offense into potency, so they're he's probably getting both. Okay. Absolute jerk. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So like you're not. So tenacity up will still work for a while at least, but you know tenacity up is just a is just a no age is just a number, and so is tenacity up. But um, you know, tenacity up. It, by the way. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. All right. So this is actually so if you want to actually see each one individually, you have to go to swh.gg. Open like the complicated mechanics page. Yeah. For each one, and this Reddit post from this is this is old. This is four. This is from four years ago. He screenshot and showed all of them. So I'm going to see. All right, we're mobbing. Yeah, mobbing forces at 40% max health per thermal detonator. That is, especially like in a game when she came out, protection didn't exist. That was right. huge. Like and that's, people that's still did use amount. her. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she still sucked. <laughs> wow. So when new Gunray had one, his was there too. I forgot that he did. Oh, um, that's right. He did. Yeah. Cad Baines is 30%. He comes in next. Greedo uh, actually matched it, and Zam also matched the 30%, so they're pretty close there. Um, Jawa Engineer falls with 28.5, because that's important. And then the other Jawa, Jawa Scavenger, which is probably the main use of thermals in the entire game, is actually the lowest at 20%, which kind of makes sense, because it's it's the easiest one to get out. And then... Also in last place with Java Scavengers Dengar. Um, so yeah, Mob Enforcer is the winner. Greedo and Zam do okay. Um, and then Jawa and Dengar, who are, yeah, the most relevant thermal characters, have the worst percents. Hmm. Yeah. What about Zam? I'm sure you already said it. I don't remember. She said that. He, she's 30. Yeah, she's right behind Greedo and... Yeah. Um, Okay, and who else was that? So oh, what happens? Ja- yeah, Jawa engineer. They're they're in the oh, same yeah. they're in the same area. So what's the modifier for Zam when you shoot the uh, when you shoot a thermal? Like thirty percent max health. So so if someone else places the thermals, then and then she shoots them. It's thirty percent. I don't think so. I think no. it, it should no, be whoever whoever places. places the thermal matters. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. That's that's what I was trying to ask. Okay. Oh yeah. Sounds dumb. It really like it didn't need to be that, but I like it's it's nice to know that it is. No, it is. You're you're right. That, that's a really that's a, legitimately I'm not making fun. Like that is a fun stat. Like <laughs> it just is. It really like the the weird things that happened early game, you know, like they it, it probably still happened. It's just I mean, we've we've all. I know that I'm part of a couple chats that people have just been like gawking at the Datacron uh, mechanics. Yeah, special just, damage man. It's been in the game since day one, and a lot of people have no idea what it is. <laughs> That's yep. It's when yeah. you use special abilities, right? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> uh, it's that would you, make too much sense. It's when the damage you do feels special. Like it, it's when it's when it's when it's their birthday it's their it's the character's birthday it's their three-year anniversary that's what it is special yeah. damage yeah like the gambit right now is doing special damage oh <laughs> uh, so i don't you, you guys never played pokemon did you and we don't need to go on I mean, a future I, with this. I, 
I have, yeah. But like, so that was a huge game mechanic in Pokemon too, was special damage and they just called it special defense instead of resistance. And the way they did it made a lot more sense where a physical, it was either a physical attack, which was actually like a punch in the face or if you use <laughs> like flamethrower, that's a special attack. So they had a really good yeah. way of dividing it up. And there, theirs was way more interactive because you could change moves per character. Whereas in our game, the moves are locked. And I think that really takes away a lot of the crea- uh, creativity away with it. But Datacrons are adding that back in because now you have the choice of what do you want to give your character? And I think it's, I think it's kind of cool because it rewards the players that actually understand that at least, um, at least on the offensive side, I think on the defensive side, it's still kind of garbage because you have to like guess what counter someone's going to use and then try to counteract what type of damage they have. And that's really hard to do because you're never, you're probably not going to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really interesting things. Like the whistling birds are really fun. Seeing people struggle with whistling birds lately too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how's that? Oh man. Uh, well, because okay, so there's there's the datacron that does extra damage based off of you know like bam bam does a bunch of damage with whistling birds anyways, but then it's like trying to decode what how the mechanics work of you know like okay you do 20 times the damage based off of however many whistling birds or whatever it is i I don't have it in front of me but um it's just funny because some people are like no you can't possibly be doing 60k damage uh per per whistling bird because i'm only doing like 20k and i'm like i don't know what to tell you like they're they did the same thing as you except You know, people just don't understand like all the, the various modifiers to make him actually hit harder. Like it's not just straight up offense. It's um, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's, it's very interesting to see people try to optimize their BAM. Like he's going to straight up nuke some people. I'm, I'm really excited to see oh, him. Yeah. But it's it's oh, going to yeah. be so it's going to be super dirty. Like it's going to happen to me and I'm not going to appreciate <laughs> it in the moment. But yeah, well, it's, it's going to be fun. I've, I've done a lot of fun testing and you know people are just going to be boring and put this team on defense but my god on offense bam is going to do some really disgusting things i've i've already heard people be like well this bam is more of like a situational type data crown you know it's it's going to be good but it's not going to be great are you are you kidding me like both of well bam has three but so both the damage the- immunity might be situational or like the the cooldown decrease might be situation. Right. The other one that's gonna Just that's gonna wreck up. people on almost every yeah. match. Like you, you have to pay attention to it. You cannot <laughs> you cannot ignore it. Right. I'm so excited to see it happen to people. <laughs> I, I just am. <laughs> so here's man's revenge. So here's the question: If your opponent has the cooldown reduction one, are you putting Lord Vader on defense? Can you repeat the question? Sorry. Yeah. If your opponent has the BAM cooldown reduction one, are you putting Lord Vader on defense? Because it can now undersize your Lord Vader. We'll see. I am. <laughs> I, I have the cooldown one. That's actually. a good question. Because uh, I don't know, like, because the, for example, with the other one, you really shouldn't like change your defense with the other one because that, that team is going to nuke a wide variety. Do we know if the cooldown decrease does anything other than Lord Vader? Like two man Lord Vader? 
Uh, well, so if if it's a legit team, you actually need you you need more than two, but you can still do it with four. Um, it doesn't beat Malgus. I can tell you that. I tested multiple different combinations. The cooldown reduction does not beat Malgus. Um, the and it doesn't beat Gas. And then I ran out of arena tests. So I wasn't able to test further than that. It destroys Lord Vader, though. I mean, and I mean the the Darth Vader Thrawn Maul. If you go in with, I think what was I doing? I was doing Fennec lead, Bam, Ig, and Queel, and just destroyed him. It was amazing. I can say I, I if, if that truly is consistent, like people are able to replicate it ninety percent of the time or something like that. I, I wouldn't leave Lord Vader. And I don't like I don't do a lot of scouting with data crunch, but the what the specific thing I do check are level nines. Like that's yeah, that's that's what I want to know because I'd much much rather take Lord Vader for offense. Or maybe I yeah, because undersizes that that sucks, especially if you have even a remotely efficient, like an efficiency type of match, that's really bad. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's still not gonna be good banners because the the whole thing about the cooldown reduction is that you lose five percent health. So, and I I, I mean I know you shrug your shoulders, but you're not finishing with full protection, and you're also losing health. So it's kind of like one of those I undersized it, but I'm still only getting a sixty type things. Well, it should but, be a sixty five, right? Well, it depends because if they have thrown, you can't you can't two man it. Okay. All right. So there, there, there's variance within it. Right. And so if uh, in the tests I did with Thrawn, if you do like the full FU Lord Vader with the cooldown reduction disc, um, I was able to format it really easily. And I did it like five times in a row without a problem. Um, I might still leave it then. Like if you're, if you're just formatting it, that's, that's not really that yeah. different than what you were doing before, especially if it isn't a hundred percent. I, I I mean I don't know how you lose it. Like I honestly don't. You know what happened you, to me recently was, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you, uh, you, go, you were saying something. I, I was just gonna say, Bam. You can't. Bam is never not in damage immunity. Like there's never a time that Bam isn't in damage immunity. Yeah, he he won't believe it ever. Yeah. Right. Unless they don't have. All right, you were gonna say something first. <laughs> oh, oh, well, so. Yeah. So the the thing that happened to me once, uh, it only happened once, but it, I was just like, "What the hell?" Like they they just timed it perfectly. Maul Maul just had it so that you know, like he hit Fennec down to just like base like no protection, but no, she also didn't take any health, and then he just managed to just one shot her right after that. Yeah, that can happen. Like she just leapfrogged it, and like I just sat there and stared for a few minutes. I was like. <laughs> I'm glad this is Territory Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better resembles to this night than that. <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. Yeah, and I've I've also seen people lose it where you know they have their Fennec too fast or the, oh, the mall is too, too yeah. slow. Um, mm. But. Yeah, yeah, the DI reduces turn meter and then Fennec comes out of damage. I mean, Maul's like, all right, resume. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's so, like, this cooldown reduction one is just so stupid because basically Fennec and Bam 
if they if they are close in speed, um, they sit in damage immunity the entire time. It's 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 hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Like you're you're right. That was the first thing I thought of too. Was Thrawn? Thrawn is going to disrupt that at least. Like people trying to be right. arrogant about it, but I mean, it a really good player isn't going to be arrogant. They're going to take just exactly what they need. So. Right, and that that's why I tested with IG and Quill, and IG is actually really nice because he'll heal up your BAM as you're going. So, like, your BAM gets down to the red, and then IG's like, nah, not anymore. You're healed a little. Right, so uh, one thing that I was thinking of uh, was just just the, the idea that um, <clears throat> uh, the... The, the idea that, uh, so I guess this is before all the data crons started coming in, but um, all right, so you, you kind of, with Sith Eternal, you really want Thrawn, uh, it, you know, and he needs to be clocked right, you know, right, like 21 speeds slower than armor, um, you know, with Sith Eternal and everything so that you can counter Kenobi. And I know that everything's kind of shifted a little, but now that Kenobi has a lot of really gross forms, like a lot of times you you actually probably like Sith Eternal becomes one of the most consistent ways to counter them. And you really want Thrawn for that. And so, uh, but the thing is Thrawn is also like just so clutch uh, as a defense uh, on, in 5v5 on that Lord Vader team. Like a lot of times if I fail, a lot of times I could point at Thrawn. It's like, man, he's the guy who messed me up, you know, <laughs> one way or yeah. another. And so, so in, in some ways, if you want to take Sith Eternal as a Kenobi counter, a lot of times the byproduct of that was me also taking Lord Vader on offense. Yeah, uh, just... that, that makes sense. Though now, now if you have the Sith one, the, the Sith uh, Datacron for Sith Eternal where he gets 80% turn meter, you don't need Thrawn anymore. Oh, you don't, you don't even want him anymore. Right, you don't it's... want... It's not that you don't need him. You don't want Thrawn or Armorer. It's just because, yeah, exactly. It's enter battle, on Sith allies sure. being there. Yeah, yeah you, you take Sidious, Maul, and you know Marauder, whoever. Right. You enter battle. You link GK and Cat, and then you say, ha, "You guys are dead next turn." <laughs> it's it's quite glorious, as it should be, <laughs> as God <laughs> intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So have you guys noticed, I, I don't know, I haven't been quite as diligent. Like, I think that they changed where the farm, like the look that you can farm on the nodes um, in Conquest. And I feel like I don't have as many refresh uh, materials as I used to. I, I don't no, know. They, they didn't it's, change it. it they took the it out of the shard shop. They so they changed the store. They changed, yeah. they the, um, um, I don't okay. know what they're called, the MK2 whatevers. Yeah. Those are not in there. And that, that, I mean, it, it is what it is, but it's, it's it makes it harder than it was before. Yeah, the 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 farming locations are exactly the same. It's they changed the okay. store. That so you you're getting like seventy five less from the store every week or whatever it was. And yeah. you, I, I feel it too, though. Like I by this point, I had more data crimes than I had before. And it's I mean this the set's kind of whatever, but yeah, yeah. There's a couple really nice ones and then yes yeah like i really want uh, really like i have i have one of the bam ones yeah. i think i'll probably work i might try to try for the other bam one but i want to see the turtle one now because i have the malgus uh, the good malgus refresh yeah. one 
speaking of that Malgus one, how the hell are we going to beat it? <laughs> it's like that's it's sounds, not going to be a GL. Like it, and it has to be the right GL because I was testing an arena today and in arena without any Omicrons active, it is just straight filthy. <laughs> so I, th- I, I, I would say he's an underwhelming character, you know? <laughs> okay, write it. Um, like, well, yeah, what a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Your entire team. I love how he stacks fear, by the way. So, like, you'll get feared, and it'll just have two stacks. Like, no, 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 you're not feared once. <laughs> You've got three or four stacks yeah. of fear on you right now. Yeah, I, I've never you're... seen three before. Like, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, you're you're straight up terrified, bro. <laughs> <laughs> By but the he's... way, fun yeah. hot tip. Malgus can 1% farm Sector 5 in Conquest. I think he is the <laughs> second team I found that can do that. He, your team gets it. your ass professionally beaten, and then you get that automatic fear with talent in the mix. And, like, yeah. as long as you got debuff disc. You're good. You're chilling. <laughs> Highly yeah. recommended. I, I 100% believe that. Um, he is, he's going to be filthy. One of, uh, one of the fun questions that we'll talk about later is ranking all the conquest characters. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. I, I figure that'll be Rokaran asked that one and he asked it for the podcast. I'm like, no, no, no. This is, this is, this is a good round table question. Cause I'm I'm curious to see everybody's answers because there if, there's been dad bod and then there's been some really ridiculously good conquest characters. So full disclosure, solo, me and Gom did rank them because I didn't know that you wanted to keep Rokarens, but oh you jerks. I'll participate anyways. Yeah. Well, just for the people who watched it last week and or listened to it last week, that they're like go to oh, Nashville, Zareth. Yeah, go to Nashville, Zareth. <laughs> Has it changed since last week? <laughs> Where you belong. That's like the uh, the new thing. The, <laughs> I hope. Do you guys hope I get where I'm oh, going? Oh, the class. No, the, yeah, the class of joke. I do yeah, hope that funny. you get where you're going. Um, I just found Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, what? There was actually another. Um. So since we're kind of talking about data crowns here it's surprise surprise there's questions so um mm-hmm. what are the sleepers you expect next season or this season i should say for data crowns because everybody knows the nines and then everybody says this set sucks <laughs> um so we know we know that this set isn't actually going to suck so what are the sleepers? What are what are the t or the datacron combos that people just aren't going to expect that all of a sudden are going to be like, wait, wait, you put damage immunity on gas for two turns? Uh, what do I do here? So I don't know which team it is, and I probably should, but the tenacity being able to put tenacity up on a random team is going to screw with some counters. Um, oh, yeah, I, I I'm not I, sure I if I can one. tell you. I don't know if I can tell you which one exactly it, that's going to happen. But that's one that's like if tomorrow's Saturday. Like if you have a, a minute or two to think about like what your normal counters are, that's that's going to mess with some things that it's going to throw off some things and it's just not going to work anymore. I I am very excited for the level six tenacity up mixed with the level three tenacity up. Uh, I, they're going to synergize fantastically and 
the amount of times you want buff block or ability block on something, it's coming. Like that's going to be down. And all of a sudden you're going to go, oh, I couldn't land healing immunity this time. Well, I guess I lose. Oh yeah, like I feel like Sith Eternal likes the likes yep. the one with the with tenacity up, um, and then the bonus protection that synergizes with it is good. Um, I, I'm just waiting for there to be a time that you're like, I normally do more damage than this, and you look at their Datacron and it's just like a hundred armor. <laughs> yeah, it's like two million percent art. You're like, oh, like yeah, that's, that's why I didn't do any damage whatsoever. So this is actually my answer. Is the the true answer for dark dark horse of this season is stats. Oh yeah. Uh, I've I spent almost all my conquest time. I got to sector five ASAP, and I've just been a hard farming sector five. Like yeah. my Sith Eternal has been beaten once in the last two or three days in squad arena, and it's because <laughs> of armor. Yeah. Like the nines are good, the sixes are mid, the threes are weak. Like I have stats as second priority. Like get the nines that you need. You know, get your. What are Super Bam, your uh, Infinite Malgus, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And then immediately pivoting to trying to, I mean, I, like, you know, whatever. The odds are rough. Like, I'm not out here like, oh, just just get perfect rolls. But at least, like, if you can get, you know, the stat or, like, give yourself, like, a secondary out. Like, you know, oh, I'm looking for, like, physical damage or armor for my BAM team. Yeah. Uh, it's... That that is going to the way. If you want to just like cheap opponents out of getting some holds on defense, I promise you that is the way. Yeah, I I said this when I I did uh you know a Datacron stream at the predicting stuff. I was like, you all you all talked about how much you wanted to get rid of health steal. Just wait until you see what armor does. <laughs> and there people are people are going to go into attacks and be like, wait, why why couldn't I kill him? Why did my why did my attack only do five thousand damage? I mean, have you all seen like Church of Iden? Right. <laughs> that that is that is purely stats. That that datacron literally does less than nothing for her. The three nothing, six nothing, nine nothing. Yeah. It's just what happens when you give an Iden team way more tenacity than they should ever legally have, and the answer is pretty good. <laughs> right. The answer is congrats, you're due for at least like two to three holes per or per round. Yeah. Tell, tell what's what's all this about? Church of Iden? I don't, I, I'm totally out of oh. the loop on this. Apparently. Oh, if you watched, you have to go back and watch Tass's fight against Fatal, and you'll learn. <laughs> you will learn about Church of Iden. <laughs> yeah, so I fought Tass once, and mm-hmm. I, I had this Datacron that like just rolled Tenacity a bunch of times and has like no real job, and Free Revolt was like, hey, that should probably be on Iden, right? Because Tass successfully, successfully wampered my Iden once. And it was like almost a timeout, but not really. It's like, yeah, he, he hit the point when he was supposed to. Uh, the at, at the moment I read that, yeah. I was like, oh, God. A, I'm an idiot. B, this is going to be horrible. And then, uh, yeah, dude, Iden has been like the best team of the entire season, too. Like set two, call whatever. 25% turn reader, don't care, don't matter. Super Jam K, Super JML. Iden, yep. it's, it's not close. She is like two to three times better than my second best defense team. Like, yeah, Church of Iden, the boots yeah. and the fur. <laughs> so yeah, translate that... to five v five. That's what I'm gonna be finding out. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And then you best believe. So set one with tenacity is gonna be expiring soon. I'm gonna try to grab yep. an armor datacron and just mod them for tenacity instead. What, just put it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Switcheroo. See what's up. It's it's crazy, man. Like this is kind of why I'm saying like. 
obviously the 369 is like the exciting stuff is like the shiny <laughs> effects but the the more time we have spent with datacrons the the most times that i have been blown out is like i fought a jmk team that just happened like they rerolled for like 30 to 40 percent health on their jmk team completely throughout the thresholds on my counter i misplayed yeah. it horribly could not clear right like right because like people will see the super effects and like they'll plan around the super effects but stats right. are also so much harder to plan around it like it is yeah you're right yeah. about that yeah, yeah, what one of my losses this season was a guy, and he earned it. Um, he re-rolled each of his level nines thirty plus times to get the perfect oh stats. My. And I was like, I can't do anything against this. Like, here you go, bravo. I'll give it the old college try, but and I was able to clear him, except for because he had all the right stats on every single goddamn team. Um, he bled so many banners out of me. Like I just lost so many banners, even from a one shot, it would be like, Oh, I can't kill this guy. All right. And there it was. Like he, he won. He also oh, re-rolled. Yeah. He re-rolled his, I, I was sure uh, he him. worked for it. I'm sure he re-rolled 10 different mods, 30 plus times. That and just for stat. Well, I'm sure a couple of those roles were to get the abilities, but most of it was stats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you get what you pay for. Well, yeah. you you didn't hear you didn't already know that, bud. Okay. I mean, it's like every every other thing released in this game. <laughs> yeah, like uh, mods are also like if you right. if you want to spend enough money to like, there's some people I, I feel I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like a, a, as powerful as a kitten against some certain certain uh, uh, people that I face because I'm just like your mods are just so crazy. Like you, you just yeah. have to you have to come up with ways to to get past them that don't rely on speed because well, you know like that if it's just a straight up strength com- comparison, you you can't you can't right. beat beat them. You know, yeah. I uh, I joined when I joined when I joined Maw this week. Uh, they were like, by the way, um, you're like the seventh worth worst mods in the guild. I, was, I looked at my mods. I don't even have bad mods. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's that tells me everything I need to know here. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's specific to like there are certain teams that mods pull so much weight. Like I think it, it's probably more mid game than it is. Well, it's, it's end game too. But like speed on Imperial Troopers. If you if you have Imperial Troopers around like mid two fifties, they're not killing crap. Like they they don't get to go ahead. They get dazed. They have no way to cleanse it, and they're just done. Uh, yeah. And, and the the same way, there are certain teams that really 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 get elevated with relic levels. And I think not to steal Fatal Thunder, but Aiden is all along those lines too. Like I I fought an Aiden in three v three before Datacrons were a thing. She was R eight. She one shot DR like full protection, <laughs> full health countered on a basic and he just died um oh yeah yep like yep. She, i i know that we credit her for her lead and that's great and everything but she is a very <clears throat> solid attacker i, I once tried to clean up a uh in Aiden. it was literally alone Aiden, the only character in there so i brought the sith trio in and she one shot my treya 
<laughs> yeah, I, she's she, an she R7 does, does Treya, damage. and she just one shot my Treya, and I was like, okay. And I thank God I still got the cleanup, uh, but I was like, oh my God, like just gone. Treya just gone. Oh my lord! I so so I didn't have a great three v three week this last week, but the one consistent thing is I I got holds with my Qui-Gon Jin team, and there's a guy who actually recorded his attacks and he showed me he had to attack my Qui-Gon Jin six times. Uh, <laughs> the first one was with Newt, and uh, so so Qui-Gon is just one speed faster. He jumps in, calls the assist, kills Newt. And then Newt comes out and, or not, no, Newt doesn't come out. Um, Anakin goes and one shot, like, kills Newt. Newt doesn't ever get a turn. Yeah. And then Django doesn't, isn't able to one shot Qui-Gon with his big hit. And the, the whole team just disintegrated. Like, so didn't even kill Qui-Gon. Um, and then <laughs> he, he, he ended up using uh, a Dooku team with Malak to, to kill All just, right. to kill just Qui-Gon. And then, and then the next team he used was a crew team with OG Kylo and Fox, and Cam out the gate one shot crew like Relic Eight crew, just just (laughs) one shot him without Qui Gon's help. Like he's just like I slay thee. Like he just just (laughs) demolished the team. And so, um, and then what what was the next one? Um, oh yeah. So so then they took a Basti team with Cam and Barris, and. Kiati Mundi killed all of them as well, including the enemy <laughs> cam, like just butchered them. And, and then he took a women and children too. <laughs> and then he took a general grievous team in and they killed Anakin finally. Uh, <laughs> after they killed Anakin, Kiati Mundi soloed the whole team. <laughs> he killed G- Grievous and everyone. And then finally he used nice sisters to kill just Kiati Mundi. But it, it was just like that was amazing. <laughs> it was like my favorite thing to watch. I, I loved every second of it. I, I feel I, so bad for that guy too, because I can just imagine the words going through his head at the time. <laughs> well, I, I, I still lost that, that match because, you know, but but yeah, it was, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And then the next fight, Darkseid, uh, like he, he took like five matches to get through Qui-Gon. It, it was amazing. Yeah, like that, that team, if you have a modded right... Like it, it could be pretty scary, at least in threes. I mean, it's interested to see how it's going to be in fives. Probably not quite as powerful. Yeah. But for, like everyone who just unlocked or got to upgrade their cam, like at, uh, that happened just like, you know, 17 minutes ago or whatever. Like feel good about yourselves because I've seen, I've seen a lot of people with the, the turbo Qui-Gon Jinn in fives beat GLs, even though Qui-Gon Jinn's, Omicron is a hundred percent turned off, but Cam and General Anakin just do so much damage on their own. They're killing like solo Caesar, solo SLKR. Yeah. It's so dumb. Right. Like well, that's it he, he is such a good character. Well, because Kiati Mundi, actually, the I I actually for a while I was t- I didn't apply the the uh, Omega on his taunt, but you actually want the taunt on his on Kia on Cam because it derails people from killing Anakin because Anakin's fairly squishy. But if if he goes into his uh, if Cam goes into his defensive stance, at least in threes, it's a it's a serious threat. I mean, I, I watched that epic stream of yours, Calvin, where you you took forever to kill uh, Kiati Mundi, like uh, that to kill that squad. But then I it was like two I, teams per character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I. But then I had a, I had a very similar stream like just a few few uh, like days later like 
that the because Keanu Mundy's Zeta is its own leadership. It is. It is very much it is. It's better than a lot of leaderships out there. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. If you can actually match it. And then now that we have a Datacron that can actually do something with it, you know, I, I just had, I had a level nine Datacron, uh, you know, like a, a bad, quote unquote, bad Jedi Knight Luke one. And yeah. I was like, sure, I'll, you know, you guys, I think the, the level six one was just, if you have full health and protection, you do 100% extra damage. Yep. That on cam is just disgusting. That's what I had for my old Ben one. Yeah. And last season I was running Bastila Cam Old Ben, and he just just did mean things. I mean, he does dirty things anyways, even without right. dirt data crumbs. But yeah, like he with some stats, and then he had a few, you know, some good like crit damage yeah. uh, stats and stuff. Like it's not even like a really optimized uh, data crumb. Like it's it's pretty good for him, but yeah, I. I am really interested to see, you know, like you have to put a decent investment into speed on, on that team, on those characters is the only thing that I would say is a downfall, but I want to see how it does in, in fives. But sure. does it beat Bad Batch? Like that, that's a legit question. Uh, well, Turbo does. If you, Tur- if you, Turbo Qui-Gon Jinn does. But, but like my, my whole team is over uh, 370 speed. Like the the first three are over three seventy yeah. speed after bonuses. So, so if if their bad batch if their echoes faster than three seventy, which some of them exist out there, I haven't seen too many. But um, if, if that happens, then I, I probably do something else. But yeah, if, if their echo isn't faster, then like yeah, you because you have Qui Gon go first and he dispels, and then your your cam just goes and one shots someone. Because uh, the uh, the Turbo Qui-Gon Jin, you're supposed to use it with Ahsoka, which that's oh, yeah, it's yeah, a whole yeah. other topic. Yeah. So yeah. Cam goes first, uses a special, dispels the taunt, then Jedi Anakin goes, does stupid amount of damage, and then someone else goes, and by that, by that turn, Echo's dead, and you, you've got a hold at that point. Like, once, once Echo's right. dead, Bad Batch is not winning. Yep. Right. Turbo, Turbo Qui-Gon should continue to be extremely good this season. No, I'm excited to use it, man. It's fun. And, but it, it is it is a very large investment, not just in right. characters, but in mods, because you have to right. like I, I don't I don't know what the average end game echo is. Let's say, let's say it's 370. You gotta get above that with realistically three characters. I mean you, you gotta know your bracket, right? Like go check your past hot utils yeah, compare right, sure. and see what their echoes are at. Like you play for the level that you're at, but uh I don't know. Like, what's what's the cost for a hold ultimately? Like, if, if you can like cut quarters and like drop down that cat speed, you know, Gideon's maybe not doing so much in the current meta. All right, there are ways that you could like strategically pull, but uh, I could tell you that that team. I can't fully say that it's pull a GLR bust, especially post Datacron, but it's like unproven territory. So probably worth say, yeah. a shot. Like that. Was, that this was something this this predates Datacrons, and I think there's right. There's some people saying in the chat, like, there's some things that with Datacrons they can counter, but at the same time, like, they, that Qui-Gon Jinn team benefits from Datacrons, whether it be damage immunity or the 100% extra bonus damage or the 25% turn, you're like, they, they're they're not left out of the equation at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fully disgusting. I, I love every second of it. 
You're right though. Like that, I forgot the fives version does have Ahsoka, and she's like the she's like one of the most important characters in fives almost. That, that may not maybe the that that's that's probably a gross. She's very good though. Like I th- yeah. I don't think she gets enough credit. Like she is the oh she is I mean, one of the best characters in the JMK and the Padme and probably even the Qui Gon Jinn team. Like not I mean, not a lot of characters can say that they're in the ideal comp for three teams. And she is the right. engine in the JMK team too. It's not yeah. even like oh she's, she's the old she's a good fit. Like she is the engine there. She she is ideal. Like she is the best. Like Ed, the best JMK comp has Ahsoka. Yeah, I um, will say though. Don't underestimate JMK trash. Like I know I call it JMK trash, but uh, it's still like not cheap to take down on defense. It can oh, take yeah. down Super Ray still. It can take down JMK Mirror. Like, oh yeah, it'll get the job done. As long as long as you give Cat like that, that's fine. Like as long as you give Cat, that team does all right. Even even if the rest, I know. Um, oh, Skel- Skeltrix, this was his strategy for Raul. He would use the Turbo Qui Gon Jin, and yeah. then he would use Junk JMK for Mirror. And that it would yeah. always be full 65 banners because he would use R2 or whatever. Um, and you know, like that's that that's for an efficiency player, that's great value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jedi, Jedi Master Kenobi, man. I, I think the thing I'm most like Datacrons have just kind of trashed hit. I wouldn't say it's trashed his value. He is good, like like Fatal saying, like it. JMK trash is still good. It just he, he used to be head and shoulders above everyone. He used well, to he, be like the one that you have to plan for. Everyone else, you're like, oh, I could probably find a way around that, especially in fives. Like I I'll we'll wing it if we have to. And now it's like, oh, pretty much all the GLs beat him pretty easily now. Kind yeah. of. The playing field is more level than it was before. Right. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, like they they've They've smushed his crown down a little bit. Like it's it's not as impressive, but but I thought like, Datacron stole all balance from the game. What what do you mean the playing field's level? JMK can stun. That's like they, why did they buff the best team in the game? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, even outside of Datacrons, like Ben Swole coming into the game, like this is this is another opportunity. So, so Ray could always beat JMK, but now she doesn't yeah. need to borrow all the, the best Jedi, Jedi in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um well, yeah, same, to be fair, the data C, crunch, like, she doesn't need to either. Yeah, it's true. Um, C C didn't. Uh, he he got all. He always had a good chance against JFK. Now he's going to be able to do it with Dooku and uh, Sidious. Like he's going to have a much better chance than he yeah. did, or not not a much better chance, but he's going to be able to do it without Watt and armor or whoever. Yeah, that's that's the best part about that that eighty percent. Uh, data crunch i actually i 100 percent think that the six percent extra uh ult charge is much better for sith eternal but that 80 percent one for the jmk battle yep. is just like tailor made for it yep, i i agree exactly like I, I, t- I got a lot of flack actually. I made that video o- about Datacrons and you know, I made, made the made, made the infographic and everyone's like, dude, like your infographic is flawed. Like your Sith Eternal just wants the six percent. Like yeah. you, you picked the wrong one. And I'm like, no, I, they're like, it seems not right. Like that that's it, I right. had like three different people say it seems not right. I, I was like, is this scripted? It was very strange. <laughs> but but uh the thing is uh, yeah, like. The, 
the the 80% one seems real fun. And especially if you misread it, it seems even more fun because my initial read of it was like, oh, instant, if you have all the Sith. But then you have to think about the implications. It's like, okay, so how many teams do you know that like for the most part, if if Sith Eternal gets his ultimate immediately, fries two people, that's great. Um, And then the other three probably just kill all of your ads because all of the Sith just hanging out with them are probably just going to melt, you know? Right. And and you're going to get terrible banners anyways. Yeah, you are. It, it'll it'll be it'll it'll work but it'll be bad banners and it's yeah it's gonna be a big like if you if you can factor in the transition for yourself as a player it's probably fine but how many people use c with sith on offense like that is well, not normal like no I, I don't really know anyone who does that so if you're if you're comfortable with that then sure maybe sure. you can say the 80 percent is better but the fast ult charge is probably I, I agree with you guys it's probably going to be more universal as a whole just because it, re- it requires less it requires less work for the user right or even 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 the mini gl unique the one that adds like defense and survivability to them mm-hmm. like that was crap for jmk like that's going to be pretty decent for yeah. c that's oh god one, it's an that's eight, what i wrote for 80k health <laughs> like it, it's legitimately Same that five percent per relic is like an extra 80k health on your c that's yeah he just needs to survive he he has he has a double insta kill which is cool that's great he's a jail he should have that um but he he, his whole point versus ray and you know a variety of other counters is just survive delete survive delete survive delete and that's going to let him do it to a better extent right well and like fatal's saying (laughs) like you might not you might not even need anything you you could just use like just some random thing for you know like mandalorian faction as long as you just have enough armor stacked you know uh, you, yep. you want you want yeah. his his abilities too i get it but well did you did you see uh the mandalorian faction actually beats not not the full r9 like royal guard lord vader comps but mandalorians with bam can now beat lord vader hmm I, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat everything. Yeah. yeah. Because Ma- Maul... Sorry, did you say Bam or do you say Maul lead? I'm, I'm uh, Maul lead, but it's Maul lead with Bam. With the okay, Bam, yes. like the Bam Datacron. So, like, Maul lead could already, like, with the right RNG, and that's a big factor. Like, if he can consistently kill people and get his five stacks of anguish, he can yeah. almost beat everything in game. Like, Axel, um, he's posted a lot of stuff in your guys' server. Yep. It's really more proof of concept than it is like a reliable counter. Um, but he's like he's posted videos of Maul beating every team in the game, like JMK, LV with Maul, etc. And Bam really, you know, whichever die or whichever data card you get for level nine, he really yeah. just pushes that into a much more reliable concept. Right. Yeah. It's um I think. And I've said this before, but the Datacrons, everybody looks at the Datacrons on the GLs and they're like, this is awful. But if you look at what they did on the non-GLs, it's usually better than what they did on the GLs. And that's really why I'm kind of that. Well, so I'm probably wrong here, but that's why I'm happy really with set three, because it really elevates characters like Malgus and Bam. And, you know, C2 and I guess C isn't the best gl over like if you consider everything so that's nice um yeah. but it, but it, i mean it was even true for set two like set two like qui-gon jinn and jedi luke were boosted 
probably more than a Galactic Legend. Like JML's repost was very good, but there were so many yeah. teams even underneath that. Like 25% turn meter on 10 names on 10 teams is probably better than repost on J on one JML team. Yeah. Yeah. And so and we found everybody rushed the JML crons. They're like, they're this is gonna make them amazing. And then the best data cron for JML was the Jedi Knight Luke one. Turns out. <laughs> that's that's so if you're fancy and have the J JML Datacron, the your best cron form is Jedi Knight Luke. I I was so mad, man. I was so mad. I this was during one of my COVID JC battles, so I didn't stream it. But I took JML versus Jedi Knight Luke. It was gonna work perfectly. I was faster. I had everything down. I had the repost datacron. I opened it with Eflux, freaking JMK dodged it didn't get the ability block <laughs> yep. and then the whole thing was just downhill because they had the stunicron and then he could use specials and stun my cam and it's yeah uh, i was generally doesn't have that problem <laughs> oh it's true um all right so let's uh, hold on there was actually a data cron question i should probably ask um where uh, i let's see Nope, they're all going into Ben Swallow now. All um, right, my boo. So, so let's switch topics and go into Swallow. Um, now, I let's see. Do you think that the other four GLs are going <clears> to <throat> get a Conquest Super Friend? Um, or do you think that this was just CG saying? Nobody farmed Ray. We're going to make Ray super OP for set one Datacrons, then Ben Swolo. What's the CG policy? Give it a long enough period of time, anything is possible. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, I hope so. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to like, well, Profundity needs its ship, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like that ship has sailed, but that was always going to be happening. So yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I got the honest. Oh, go on, Calvin. No, 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 go, go silly. We're good. I honestly don't think we're going to get Conquest Buddies. Not not in the next year. Like like you said, give it enough time, something yeah. might happen. But I, I don't, I think this was them saying, hey, jerks, Ray was first. We gave her a fleet, farm the damn Ray. And you didn't, here's Ben Swallow. Now go farm her now. Like, I, I think that's what CG is doing because it's all it's all kind of about engagement for them. And did you engage with their content? And Ray has been out for what two and a half years now, and she's the yes. fifth least had the fifth least had GL despite being the first. Um, I think this was I think this was CG saying we care about engagement. Engage with the damn character. Yeah, and I, so I agree with both of you guys I, in the sense of give CG enough time, they will do it. I, I think right. we have the potential to get a, to get a, a lift or a unit for every single Galactic Legend, but I would not be shocked if we didn't get a next one until a year from now. Like, I, I, right. I, I would be shocked out of my mind if the next three Conquest characters, or maybe even four with Jabba, our lifter units. Like I, yeah. I do not think that is going to happen yeah. at all. I think it's going to be a consistent mix of lifter units, 
uh, Super Galactic Legends like Grand Inquisitor or Star Killer, as well as um, uh, ships. So I don't yeah. like. I do. I do agree with solely your sentiment as well. The fact that Ray was the least farm GL. There are reasons for that, and I think this this does sweeten the deal. It does. It does make it yeah. better, especially because she's going to be able to do things for a much cheaper price. Um, but yeah, I don't I, take things as they are. Like, look at how Ray is now. Look at how JMK is now. Look at how Lord Vader is now. Look how C is now, and make your judgment based off, based off of that. Don't like decide that you're going to go after a GL because they're going to get a lifter unit because it might be three years from now. And that's going to change your GAC progress in those three years. Like it's make a decision off what you know now. Yeah, I'm all for that. That And that makes total sense. Um, Zareth, what about you? You think, you think lifter units are coming for everybody? I think eventually, probably, but but yeah, like you guys say, I, I don't think they're in any rush. They're not like, hey guys, um, so you know, like they've done it in the past where they've said things like, hey, we're we're gonna be we're really focusing on the prequel trilogy, on the Clone Wars, yeah. on whatever. Like, I I think that they're they're just fine with um, uh, you know, us just just being made to be made to wait. They, they don't care. I think I bet that we get one for Jabba is what I bet. I bet we get one for him soonish, and then the other ones, who cares? Like, I, I don't particularly want one right now, at least right. for for any of them. Like, let's see how Swallow goes. Uh, let's see how you know how engaged, how interested people are, how interesting he actually is as a character, and then we'll go from there. Like, who who's Supreme Leader Kylo gonna have? You gotta get to get a Snoke. He's like, hey, that's not even a good lifter unit. <laughs> Like tech, I mean, I guess he did technically lift they him could, up. They could do some like <laughs> he does fun, lift you up. Like when he like died, just give us yeah. okay, like full old charge or something. Yeah. Well, I I think if they were to give a lifter unit, Sith Eternal would be the next one. Like JML doesn't sure. need a lifter unit. So just give him a character to halt to be. Just make it give him the backpack apparatus for his lifter <laughs> unit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't, don't even think we're gonna get a. I don't think we're gonna get a job a lifter unit. We might not. I, I think they could I also the do, by release order. I, they could also not have a conquest. Have it be like the fact that they kind of switched from saying a conquest counterpart to saying a lifter unit makes me think that maybe we'll get a lifter unit somewhere else. Instead. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. You know, they're, uh, we'll see, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they need to do any, anything like that. Like, I just keep thinking, I just keep thinking, what if, like, I know people are like, oh yeah, we'll get like Reva as a marquee for, to make Inquisitors ready. Um, yeah. And this is a little bit off this, uh, off the side, but I, I keep thinking this, like, what if we have another Malak? Uh, like, what if we have Reva, an event to unlock Reva? To, to the way we have for Malik, and like, if we have one more like Grand Inquisitor level character, you know, like remember how when Dark yeah. Revan was released, it was like, yeah, he beats Jedi Revan, I guess, like usually, <laughs> but it, it wasn't, it was a definitive. And then they're like, oh, hey, here's Malik, by the way, like, go screw yourselves because you don't have enough GT one. <laughs> oh, thank God I did at that point. Thank God. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, Nobody can lift Jabba's as prime, <laughs> except for the the twins on Book of Boba Fett. They were carried in. I mean, it took like eight people, but um, that's true. It's a lot of summons. It is. Yeah. So this this is the perfect time to talk. You know, Zareth apparently already did this, but um, oh, stop. Let, let's let's rank the the conquest characters because I think it'd be interesting to get everybody's opinions because everybody mm. kind of changes a little bit on the conquest characters. And if I was smart, I would have listed them all out. But it's basically what's it? Razor Crest, then Cat, then Maul, then Dad Bod, then uh, Tie Interceptor, and then Malgus. Heh, look at that! I even did did it in order so i mean does anyone not have cat as first i do uh, cat cat is uh, i, I don't far. really because cat broke this game for cg so it might sorry i think cat um, hate, i think cg hates cat with a pet you're like, gonna say razor crest because because of executor cat is the zombie that's exactly what I was going to say. So it might be part of my position in the game, but on gra- it's a lot easier when you're punching up. It's a lot easier to be on equal terms in fleet than it is to be in equal terms in ground. Like there is currently in game, like profundity doesn't exist yet. There's currently six galactic legends on ground. There's yeah. only one executor. Like there is only one galactic legend fleet. So if you're wanting to punch up, you have a better, this isn't true for every single match. We have a better chance at betting on executor than betting on your three or four galactic ledge disadvantage. Um, and I think Razor Crest really, I mean, you you can't have executor without Razor Crest. He, he's a requirement for the ship. So, and I get what you, how cats value, but like, I, I would go as far to say that the JMK is the worst GL if oh, Cat was in the game. Hands like, down. He, he, he mm-hmm. is not good. Like he is. Yeah. It's a you. You think to yourself it's a good trade when JMK can beat another Galactic Legend without Cat. Like that's that shows you where he is in your opinion that he is. Right. If he's a good trade, then he's not better than them. Um, well, JMK is basically a two slot character as far is. as I I yeah. think of him. Like absolutely. There's, there's almost no. There's been a few weird circumstances where I, I'll take Cat off, but I, I'm like. It's because I know for damn sure that he has Supreme Hitter Kylo to kill. Right, exactly. That's that, that's yeah. the only time I've taken Cat off of his team. And you know is... in your head that's a good trade. Like, you feel yeah. good about that. Um, yeah, you're so like yeah, patting I... yourself on your back. Oh, I'm, I'm efficient. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you are. You honestly are. Right. Um, but yeah, so for that reason, I, I put Razor Crest first just because from a punching up uh, point of view, you cheese ground – you set your full thing of fleets, you and then you, you know, twenty shot everything, and you you get through, and then then you win. Like there would have been, there's hey. been t- a ton of matches that I've won doing that type of strategy. At least you okay. know. With the new I, I, yeah, I get that. I, I absolutely get that. Um, well, I mean, you're what, what you're essentially saying though is, like, executor is better. Like you're, you're calling executor uh, the a conquest character. Is essentially what you're doing. I'm saying the executor is better than, or is more important than JMK. If you, if you want to reword it, yes, I am. Sure. Well, you can also, 
I mean, because there's only one GL in fleets right now. If you want to say it like that, like yeah. we have, yeah. we have legendaries. That's the current reality. Kind of. Yeah, like yeah. profundity might change this landscape, but yeah, there's there's six other GLs. Uh, otherwise, I agree. Like executor yeah. is is the most important thing you can have on a roster right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, What's well, so right, the question? Well, we are. So, Fatal, you said you didn't have cat first. Who do you have for first? Oh, I was thinking I did. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm saying, what's the wording of the question? Oh, like, let me, I can give you the exact. Hold on. Uh, rank the six conquest units in order of importance for GAC. So, if it disappeared from your roster, how impacted would GAC be? Huh. Yeah, I can maybe buy Razor first, but honestly, I, like, there's a piece of me that feels like this is way more interesting as a ground discussion. So, like, sure, I'll just say Razor first just to get out of the way <laughs> so I can do the fun stuff. Uh, fair. All right. So then, does anyone not have Razor and Cat one and two to to skip to the fast fast track or the fun stuff? Right. Well, that's I would I agree. Like the Ra- Razor Crest is the lifter unit for Executor. Yeah. Say. I- so. That's fair. All right, so then let's talk three. Who's the third best conquest unit? I mean, jury's still out, but probably Malgus. I think it's easy, Malgus. I, w- I want to say I perform some fives, but I, I'm Maul is really good. Tyner Scepter is really good, but Mal Malgus. And in threes, he actually had quite a few weakness. So I, I, w- I really want to see how he interacts in fives because it looks like the way he is, he's gonna require Galactic Legend to beat him. Which I feel that's, like Magus was only weak in threes if you give him a weak team. That yes, I Mar- Marauder Copium is an epidemic. Yes. Social distance, wear masks, don't talk to people who run Marauder. Stay yeah. safe out there. I I one hundred percent agree with that. Um well, I, I think it's similar to Grievous. Like Grievous wants three key units he needs those three key units if he does not have those three key units he is a lower level team and malgus is the same like malgus really wants three very specific characters to stop a bunch of counters yeah a best like 100 bastila is the worst character on a malgus team and she's the character that most people leave off or at least in 3v3 they were leaving okay. her off uh 5v5 I guarantee you they won't, but in 3v3... Oh, no, yeah, definitely. 3v3, like, I I almost... I saw Bastel once. Um, and she is such a damn headache on that team. Um, but yeah, Malgus is just... In 5v5, and even without the Datacron, I think he's just going to be straight-up filthy. CG just does not provide defense teams that often anymore. So like, when when they come correct, you've got to pay attention. And like, yeah, I I think they made all the right moves here. I will say that it does feel like, is there like data on like R nine versus R eight or you know R five? Like, can we see how many R nine magas are in the wild? And we can actually. I can pull that up. If you give me a second. And I would really love a Relic 9 Malgus because of his big, his big hit. 
Java has told me I'm not allowed to have a relic nine Malgus. That's that's exactly what I'm wondering. Is like, yeah. I wonder because it feels like Malgus when he was re- revealed, it feels like more than any other character. It feels like I saw a lot of people who were just like, all right, I'm I'm saving R nine mats for this guy. And now that Java and Profundity showed up, I'm yep. wondering like, uh, I forget uh, how to get to those stats now. Well, uh, it's, it's it's a really big not risk but it's i think the most value for a relic knight malgus is today for the next three months because the 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 cooldown datacron it allows him to taunt every single turn if you choose to do so like and and that's huge because i've been i've been playing around with malgus a lot in squad arena where you know he doesn't have omicrons but he's always the last to die and mine's only r7 like his taunt is so easy to get past because it is not consistent at all. His taunt is cool, awful. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have the cooldown Datacron, it's, it's not that bad. Like he can do it consistently. And not only is he doing more damage because of, you know, more mastery, but he's also taunting hundred percent of the time. And then talent just doesn't die. Um, so I, yeah, I think Relic Nine is it's probably an okay idea on Malgus in general, just because he's a, he's an end game tank. But the most value for R nine on him is it, it is today. It's the next three months. I think oh, he the, might be the strongest claim to R nine that we've seen since JML. At least right now, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Uh, except for Redis, Ad Red. Well, that's because <laughs> I mean, it's forced. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, he's, he's cheating. Uh, I'm, I'm being uh, foolish here. You're right. But You're right. but I tested against an R7 Malgus. And if that was R7, I don't want to face an R9. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I can say about it. Because, I mean, uh, my, my testing buddy in, in Arena, you know, got him, planned on getting him R9, went R7 because of the requirements, like everybody else. And like, it was, it was just filthy. It was just, just straight up filthy trying to face that team and that's without the omicrons active it's pure filth that's with the omicrons like i'm <laughs> going in i want to go in with a sith eternal with an 80 percent ult that's <laughs> that's gonna sum it up quite well um because the team you just never take turns because you're feared and then bastila's stagger comes out and then an AOE comes out and you're fully staggered or you lose all your turn meter. And then all of a sudden your team just disappears and you've taken like two turns. It's, I don't know, man. I, I hope CG gives us more like built for defense teams. This is like, to me, this is what the game needs badly. Like, especially for TW. Like, I'm so, not going to say so, which so, Malgus was TW, but I hope we get a TW-ish Malgus. Yeah, I agree. Are you saying that he's defense because you know he, he he's made to, he, he has the potential to counter GLs like he's that strong, um, and nobody puts his JML on defense, which is the main GLA counters. Are you saying it because of that, or are you saying it because of the hundred percent health and protection recovery? Because both, I mean, I, I agree with you. He is a hundred percent a defensive team. Uh, but where where are you drawing that from? The hundred percent health and protection is funny. But that's not really why I'm saying it necessarily. It's although it is funny to me that like it feels I like, like it. it feels it, like CG it is talking their shit. But it's funny. It feels yeah. like CG talking their shit. It's like no, this guy's gonna get holds, and you're, you're gonna make a lot of you have this because it's gonna happen. Um, no, I, I think it's like the reason why I say this is because when you look at his matchup tables, I don't think there are many, if any, non GL teams that beat him. No, and yeah. 
so that suddenly sits in like a very very interesting spot where it's like you know if there was like some like you know Jabba hits the game everyone like every other team is struggling and like Malgus is the guy yeah you probably have a stronger conversation for like well we got to hold Malgus um right now like there's a lot of non-gl teams that are throwing around some elbows and like at least for me like if i can't imagine Malgus going anywhere other than bottom front like oh yeah all right, all right opponent, how are you gonna beat this like right. <laughs> i'm gonna, gonna hide be? something in the back here's Malgus. you have to beat first that, that was Good this luck. entire 3v3 season this entire yeah. 3v3 season was i made this awful front wall and none of his gls how are you going okay. to handle this? And then that's, did you make the right calls going into rare? That's exactly what I did. And then I put Ray IG wheel in the back and it was cleared once. Yep. That's no. Nope. Yeah. I, 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 just, I legitimately wanted to know your, your opinion on it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. It's, three, no, three, it's, three. It's, a, it's, a, it's a good question worth asking. Cause like, you know, I do think he could probably good, do good work on offense too, but also I don't think he's going to be that efficient banner wise on offense. So right. That's kind of why well, I see it like unless, unless you get the cron that recovers five percent health and protection every turn. You're gonna take a lot of damage. <laughs> okay, so that. so I've actually been testing, I don't know if we're talking about the same cron, but there's a level three cron. This is probably important to note that as long as they have less than three buffs, they recover five yeah. percent. The we have returned, not only does that count as a buff, even though it's locked, but the stacks count. So like that, it, it pairs really poorly with Malgus. And then also is, with infinite cooldowns. As soon as you hit the three stats, you don't you don't get protection back, and then yeah. it's not including like you know potency up or taunt or crit damage up or crit yeah, chance up. Yeah, I like think it's tenacity not, up is better there. His nuke gives him protection up as well. So like you, you, <laughs> the the speed yeah. run to getting three buffs is like all right. The the fight started. And you get there very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, not 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 tenacity up. Sorry. I think tenacity up does work there because I've seen a couple people that have tried to counter him and like place a buff block or something. But I think the, um, I mean, for him, it, isn't it just the, the max health damage paired with the, the fear um, level six. I'm, I'm going to stand by what I said. Don't split the three and the six for him so much. That's fair. I, 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 mean, that's fair. I, I, I agree with fail to like, if you're going to re-roll, put him into the nine. Like, that's yes. that's really what matters. But let's say you get the nine. I mean, you're going with the fear level six and the yes, yes the max are. health on the three. Like, ideal. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for the ideal build, essentially. My, my, hot, my hot take is you could ignore the three and six. Like, I I have the the buff, the, the three buffs, or, like, under three buffs you regen. And, yeah. like, for how I'm going right now, it's probably going to stay on. I know it's terrible, but, like, yeah. Stat focus, baby. Oh, I, I, I do 100% agree with you there. Yeah, the, um, like the the 2% max health damage is ideal. Like if you, if you have the choice yeah. between the two, but right. I, I, the amount of counters or matches that that is going to change. Uh, no, it's minimal. I, I, I would be surprised if that changes one of your, I'll, I'll change that. I'd be surprised if it changes two of your whatever 27 matches in the next three months. Like it's not, yeah. it's not going to be a big deal. Uh, Rooker and Michael ask if the infinity stack damage gets reduced from Algus. The cooldown effect is loss instead of damage, so it is percent health loss, which is like the same as Echo Unique. That works against percent health reduction. Like, uh, Bad Magic gets Malak, same deal. You place debuffs, the Malak is going to lose full health value. It, it's a, like a weird technicality, but it's kind of relevant now. He does take full damage because it's I didn't not, yeah, not know that. 
at yep. all. Got him on a technicality. <laughs> That's uh, it's well like a equalization. It's not technically healing. I'm like, yeah, but it is. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So if Melius is the clear three, um, are you guys putting Maul as the fourth? I'm not. Uh, well, actually, that's fair. Because tie interceptor could be could very easily slot into the fourth as well. Um, man, Maul was Maul is dropping to fifth, which is kind of funny because I love Maul. Well, it just shows the quality, like and and the extreme disappointment of Dadbod. Dadbod, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but tie interceptor at four, I. I love Tide Interceptor. I, I that fleet is just. I know everybody puts it on defense, but on offense, I take it. And other than Executor, it's like I don't care what the second best fleet is. Like my Empire is just gonna roll, <laughs> roll whatever fleet you put there. And, and I think that says more about the current fleet meta than it does the actual character. Like I, I think Maul is phenomenal. Whether you put him with Lower Levator or you put him on his own, he is absolutely great like fabulous like so good but the fleet meta right now there are really only seven fleets in the game and you have to have the best six if you want to be competitive and the tie interceptor is what does that so it's yeah i mean tie interceptor makes it the second best fleet in the game yeah so, so oh, i i would argue third but that's you know in a game of six fleets that's irrelevant um <laughs> so if we get more fleets in the future, this order could change because I think Maul is going to retain value. But right now, yeah, I would say it is tighter after Ben Maul. I'm gonna go Ben here. Before uh, well, if if we're if we're inserting old Ben Swallow, yeah, uh, that's fair. Like right? off the table. I don't. I don't know if I would. I think I would put him after Maul. We'll, we'll have to see just how ridiculous it makes. Uh... How ridiculous it makes Ray as well, because right now we don't have a definitive answer on that. I mean, yeah, to some degree, like you know, three months months in route, we have no idea what datacrons are going to be live, so on and so forth. Right. Yeah, but Ray's got natural predators, and Ben's going to come and at least try to make a pretty good effort at stopping them. Like, you know, Super Ray's not going to exist when Ben comes out. Ray is going to go hurtling back down to earth of like. Please don't kill me, Star Killer. But so, so here's here's the question, right? Uh, we're not gonna have like super duper Ray, but at the same time, like if Set Five has stacked armor or something, uh, or or stacked resistance, I I think EP Star Killer is still gonna struggle a little bit there, right? I if mean, you yeah, add, it, if you add it, Swallow end stacking armor or, or resistance well that's what i'm saying is i, I think without ben ray, ray is going to be down to the gutter just like begging for scraps again right well and i think there okay so here, here's a perspective I, I just thought of like so all the other all the other um gls have have more like uh, like synergistic thing elements and uh, maybe not maybe not supreme leader kylo as much but uh, the other ones it's like okay sith uh, you know like sith eternal emperor can be boosted by a lot of different uh factions and so can the two jedi ones and, and etc but but ray is she's just like hey i'm resistance and nothing else and uh, like 
it would be a little bit sketch if they were like, hey, let's just keep giving like resistance. Well, I don't know if sketch is the right word, but like, I, I don't know, like, can they keep giving resistance a bunch of datacrons every time just because of that one character that's like never unlocked by people? Uh, like, I, I, I have a feeling like maybe that was what they were trying to do. So they're like, you know what, now, now we don't have to give a ton yeah. of datacrons to just this one lonely awful faction <laughs> you know not not that resistance is bad like if, if we're being honest but though, it's like small. that's why it's a smaller faction to, to keep repeating oh yeah no one no one is happy that they have to gear up the like the pilots it's like this fleet sucks even with the the new tank like it's it's okay but it's you don't gear the faction for the for the pilots you know for the ships you know you you, you gear them because they're they're the ray tax so yeah i would I, put maul sorry uh going back a little bit i would put maul above swallow simply because i think he changes he probably changed the lord vader lord vader meta as much as ben Solo will change the ray meta but Maul works on his own as well. And I from looking at Ben Swallow, I don't think he's really gonna drastically change the JTR team at all. Like if you don't if you don't have Ray, he's probably not that good. Whereas Maul, if you don't have Lord Vader, you're gonna get quite a bit of mileage out of him, anyways. Like even even without like putting like really expensive characters like Water Bam, like put Droidica with him on defense, he's probably gonna still call it something big like CLS. Or nest. <laughs> um, well, in threes, yeah. Yeah. In threes, sure. Um, yeah, my relic three uh, nest on my alt killed a couple of malls this season. I'm like, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> oh, my uh, only counter, too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, good. I can clear him. Oh, I, I beat you because of that. Okay. <laughs> nice. I do, I do think that right now I have mall over swallow. I'm, I'm willing to listen once we actually get to play with him. Because remember, it wasn't too long ago that we said, oh, Jedi Knight Luke won't, won't pair well with Jedi Knight Revan. And then he did. So well, right I mean, now, I, mean, I have I, ha I have Maul ahead of Swallow, but I think that could very easily change. E even Malgus, though. Like, I couldn't have told you that the two, like the band of the comp, the two main counters to Malgus were going to be Gas and Trey as of last month. I, I could not have told you that. Uh, so it's the same thing with Ben Swole. Like, we really don't know. Like, we don't know how nuanced Starkiller is going to become after it comes in the game. Like, we have an idea that it, it, it's obviously going to be more nuanced than it is now. But we don't know the exact, like, turn order or whatever that it's going to be. Yeah, so actually, I, I, I think I agree that so Maul right now should go before Swallow. I think that potentially the the really awesome stuff that that could come from Swallow that could put elevate him above Maul or or even yeah. some of these other guys would be how good he is on Star Killer or how good he is with Jedi Training Ray on his own team. Like that that way you can you can mix and match. Yeah, I could I could bet like a thousand dollars that he's not going to be good with JTR. Oh yeah, I, I dude don't I'm, don't kill I'm my a JTR don't kill my. <laughs> And... Don't kill my hope. <laughs> well, so I, I have messed around with non-resistance characters in JTR teams before, and what usually happens is yeah. you realize that they don't get term meter, and yep. 
they stand there looking pretty. And he won't he won't get the inspired and it's yeah, it's don't make me sad. Stop stop with the sadness, <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even got the stick rally yet though. Like there's you know, there's potential. <laughs> well, uh, so but how's he might like Visas Mar, she she can do okay things. I, I'd be very interested to see how he is on the Star Killer team. Yeah, no, that that is that definitely has an angle, I think. Yeah. I mean that's like people placing Algus lead on star killer um which i'm not i'm not telling people to do to be clear here uh i don't know man malgus flex potential is like (laughs) really than it should be but in gac i probably wouldn't do that yeah it's it's like you shouldn't but man but if somebody does yeah in squad arena is like this feels really good (laughs) yeah they they cannot kill this man this feels way too good I don't know this yeah. kid as well. I should, but doesn't doesn't Swolo have like a ton of stuff in his kit? It's like light side only, light side only. Like, doesn't that like screw Star Killer? I, think I don't most... entirely remember what he loses for it. I'll yeah. have to look it up. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Again, though, Jedi and Luke specifically says don't add Old Republic Jedi to this <laughs> team, and then that's all we do. Oh, I didn't, so, well, there's a, but they're like, so that, that is entirely true. Like, you're, you're entirely right. And they're like, that's, that's the Supreme Lord Kylo counter. But at the same time, like, yeah. Gideon and Aiden doesn't make Aiden better. Like, that ruins Aiden. Like, there, there are, there is right. a give and take. It's, you lose what, 15% max, or he gains, you lose 15% max health and 10 speed for each light side ally. ally. Is that the only thing? Um, there, there's multiple. No, I'm pretty there's sure. multiple. And then, okay, so uh, the, the big ray clause is that as well, but that doesn't apply to Star Killer. Yeah, and you lose the instant defeat immunity. It looks like you lose the um, if all allies are light sided at the start of the battle, to spell all buffs on all enemies and deal true damage. So yeah. you lose, you lose. I think three of the five. I'm well, so not entirely, but like, yeah. Oh. Well, even, even the second ability has to have a ray presence. So right. Yeah, but but what does he gain though? Like he's going to be gaining a lot too. Like under Star Killer, it's like, well, you you're not going to do much damage to him. He's going to do, you know, he's a lot faster now. He's he's I don't know. He does. We just don't know. We we don't know. That's that's the fun thing about the speculation of it. Like I, I hope he's good. Right. I hope he's good with Star Killer or or against Fatal's uh, ill wishing here. Because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find a thing for my alt for my Professor X because you know. Sarah's gonna that this conquest. Can I can I just say if you don't have Ray or Supreme Leader Kylo, you you have to be <laughs> you have to be perfect on every single other yep. thing. You have to get every single other feat out there if you don't have those two. If you want to get Red Crate, yeah, because because otherwise, like there, there's too much that that's required. And Sarah <laughs> Sarah thinks she can do it uh, on that account. I'm like, all right. And may the Lord have mercy on her soul. <laughs> well, I, I think it's cool. Like she, she can do videos on it and stuff. Like she'll actually, you know, benefit yeah. from it as well. It won't just be like, hey, I, I've decided to take on extra stress for no gain for myself. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I hope, I hope he's good. You're, you're right though, Fatal. Like the, the second I saw he didn't have resistance tag, I was like, ah, yep. man, man, yeah, it's a bummer. 
he really is like Vesis when it comes to the tags. Uh, the uniques, the uniques help with that. But my God, he, he really, other than the uniques, doesn't fit on any team. So one thing I will say for Ben Solo to keep in mind is CG has accompanied every major release so far with an accompanying Datacron. That's and fair. And I think That's Ben fair. Solo could come with like an unaligned force user. Oh man, section. can you imagine that Datacron? And so, like, we're making a lot of statements right now that, like, that Datacron set will release alongside Ben yeah. Solo, and it's like, yo, JTR Ben? Like, what? <laughs> right, like, we're making a lot of assumptions for a game state that we have zero idea. Right, <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. Sets 1, 2, 3 are all going to be gone. Like, <laughs> Yep. Right? <laughs> we literally have no knowledge of what yep. will be active, Ben. Yeah. So what I'm saying is rack up the hot takes now so that people can just bash you later. Well, that that that's what content creation is, right? <laughs> you, you bash it at the start, and then you're like, oh, by the way, here's how you make it good. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. It's so, fun. So yeah. we all agree that Dadbot is like the worst of Conquest characters, and not because he's bad. It's because he's bad in GAC. Yeah, he's he's... he's- terrible in gc like he's right. tw sure he's he, he's great in tw but like yeah he's he is dead last yes yeah, I, I think i think for the cast what i said with gom i was like i think i think he's more like number eight on the list or something <laughs> like he's he's really bad compared to the rest the other ones i was like yeah i'm on board i'm excited for him i yeah. was like okay like my alt has him my alt has him at level one. Right. Right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I really like Dadbot. And he's actually saved my ass in GAC a couple times. But it's like the, oh, crap, I need a cleanup team. Here's Dadbot that does more damage when they don't have protection. Like, that. it was that type of save my ass. Um, I, I use him in Dash. He gets super, super good uses there for me. Yeah, fair. Because and his AI, yeah, uh, he works well with there. Bam too. If if you want to use him with Bam, um, but he just and actually, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, the the tenacity update, Akron. I wonder if you could abuse that somehow. Yeah, I mean there are tenacity callouts because. Oh wait, no. He spams the AOE though. So on offense, you can you can spam protection up, but on defense, he oh. won't. Fatal uh, was saying that uh, the item's really good with tenacity up. So or with tenacity, maybe you would just give him give her a dead bod on the team, right? And well, and then ruin her no. whole team because she has oh, to have troopers that aren't droids or leaders. <laughs> Way to take it you serious. Took, you Calvin. took me seriously, Calvin. <laughs> I mean, dad bod, uh, dad bod had him ties. You're right. I'll, like, find the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, It'll be good. I, I do like uh, his kit in TW is so good. And then you just take him out at TW and it's like, all right, you're just going to spam the AOE a million times. Look, dude, it's it. this is CG company policy. Any character that releases for GAC will always get a TW lifter. Yeah. And TW characters will never get GAC lifters. That, that's just the way that's... of things. It is. Yeah. Reva Inquisitor never coming. This well, I'm, yeah, this I'm a little like awful. I'm still ticked off with Dad Bod. I, I think he's garbage in GAC, and I'm drunk enough to say that. Um, <laughs> but also, like he he's not the best version of his team. 
So, you know, you can crap on Grand Inquisitor as much as you want. You can say he's garbage. He is still the best Inquisitor team. Like, you, you cannot deny that. Starkiller is the best version of, you know, the Visus Mar whatever team. Uh, who is the third one? Who's the third one? Um, oh, Malgus. Like, Malgus and TW is still the best version of Sith Empire. Like, these, it, it's consistent across the board. Dad Bob Boba is consistently not in the best bounty hunter team. Uh, in GAC, yeah. In GAC, 100%. Right? Yes. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. Sometimes, uh, sometimes in, in territory wars, I do my attack with bounty hunters and realize I left dead bot out. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I still got 20. We're good. He really does make it so much easier, though. Oh, it's you're, like you're right. Play. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't, I don't mean to say yeah. that he's worthless. Just, well, you, he's also not absolutely net. Well, actually, I, I take it back against, against some builds. I bet that he is absolutely necessary against a lot of the teams I face. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know. I, well, that, that's also the sandbag. Mentality, right. mentality sure. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're talking best of the best, you probably want him there and not Fedek lead. Um, especially yeah. in TW because mm-hmm. it just makes it so much easier. What's going to be really interesting to me is now that Dad or not Dad Bot, good Lord, uh, Bam can undersize uh, Lord Vader and doesn't need Dad Bot to make it easier. Does Dad Pod go into a bounty hunter team as like the pseudo Zam to kill Malgus teams? Uh, does he like? I mean, depending gonna... on what you pair him with, like doubt. Right, right. I mean, it, it's gonna, but. They're going to be constantly debuffed because Darth Revan is going to be on the team. So it's going to be easy to initiate his contract. Um, you won't have Fennec, so you don't get the Fennec boosts. But you basically get to keep the any bounty hunter you want because the way to kill Lord Vader is going to be Bam, Fennec, IG, and Queel. The thing you got to keep in mind with IG is that IG is going to auto cleanse doubt, which is going to. Well, no, no, no. I'm, uh, IG is going to be on Lord Vader killing duty. So, oh, gotcha. For Malgus killing, you'll have Dad Pod, Bosk, Grief, Mando, plus one. Grief can possibly become the same concern. It's like, it, like it's almost like to yeah. fight Malgus, you have to be a team that's really just chill and comfortable with being debuffed. Like, I don't know. It's, it's fair. But then yeah. again, like, Malgus and Malgus TW is, like, such a weird place right now. It's like, are you going Sidious or not? I don't know. I think Sidious is a waste. I, like, I, I, I truly think Sidious is a waste. I'm, like, at, maybe at, about to take it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I know you're getting... I, I talked to Weevil enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I truly do think Sidious is going to be a waste on that Malgus team. I think it might stop something for a month or two and then it's going to get figured out and then the, the Omicron right. is going to be worthless for the rest of eternity. It's I mean, gonna be that, like that's just how part. almost every single Omicron goes, though. That, yeah. That, oh, there, there, there are maybe like 10 exceptions. I think that's high. Uh, 
It's like Qui-Gon. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like Starkiller, Malgus, Zam. Like there's 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 a lot of good like there's a lot of Omicrons that do stand over. Yeah, I I think I think Sidious is gonna be like Fulcrum, where if you're not at the top end, it's probably gonna do work for you at the top end in the gauntlet, like a month later, you're gonna say, Oh. This is a preventative only by us having this Omicron, which we're going to force on you. Um, the other the other team isn't going to be able to place X. Like that's because that's what Fulcrum is now, right? You can build, you can very easily build a here, Fulcrum, you can have our trash zone and not any other good zone. It's perfectly timed too, because you know there's nothing important going on right now that could possibly need a lot of gear. So it's very yeah, very right, easy to pick up right. Fulcrum. I mean, bra and bravo to CG on that one. Fulcrum is a really fun one. Um, yeah, but if you're chasing three things at once, <laughs> like that's that's you know, and yes, ah. Fulcrum still kills Dash and TW along with everything else. Uh, I would like, still separate dude, them a the little bit. The list of though. dash killers in CW, I killed like six. I, like it wasn't even like I had teams left. I, it was just like, oh, there's a dash zone. All right, right Radis. Like yeah. it, it was just like, yeah. You CG just keeps printing so many offense teams that it's just like, yeah. Right. Join the club, <laughs> but get a lot. Well, I feel like Fulgrim is closer to like Wampa than he is Sidious. Like it's not. If you're in a lower bracket, you're gonna find something. Oh. Fulcrum to kill every Fulcrum, single time. Yes. Like Sidious is very that. situational. Like he's not, he's not good. at a like he's, you're not going to get holds with him consistently in CW in lower brackets. Yeah, right. Fulcrum is the TW Wampa. It's just yeah, CG loves TW more, so she's better than Wampa. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fulcrum, Honestly, she kind of is. She is. Like she, she doesn't have the obvious weakness of like it, it, there was a nasty down versus Wampa. He is just screwed. Like that, that is game. Right. Fulcrum does not have that weakness. By the way, Calvin, is it pork rinds? So it's um it's uh pretzels actually. It's um damn it. Man, zero. Pub style. <laughs> I guess get oh, I guess can see now. Pub style seasoned pretzels from <clears throat> Clancy, uh, which is like Aldi's brand. With the upset. Yeah, zero percent yeah, for that. Fulcrum, so DJ Scrim, here's the problem with Fulcrum is for me, it does suck. Like, if I were to apply Fulcrum, gear up and apply Fulcrum right now, I won't be able to use it in any of the wars that matter. Or at least use it well. Like, if they place Dash as the fifth zone, you're going to be like, okay, cool, I killed a Dash that I would have killed anyway for a 20. Like, it's a waste of an Omicron if you're in the gauntlet. For how CJ keeps making teams, like it feels like the tiers are like so sharply just like either you're in or you're out. It's like there's the GLs and then there's like Starkiller, Gas, CLS, and then there are like, I mean, that's not everyone, like Malgus and yeah. so on and so forth, but like that tier. And then if you're below, <laughs> good luck, man. We, we yeah. wish the best for you. There's like 10 to 15 teams that can counter you and they'll they'll choose what mood they're in for today. Well, oh, so be? Oh. we joked about this when JML and Sith Eternal came out, but 
literally there's eight zones right now in TW, and we're about to have our seventh GL. So I, I, half, I've been the, saying, teams, like, half yeah. the teams are GLs. Yep. T, t, I think TW, like, it's not even just like, I, I think it should be bigger because I extremely don't think that's the solution right now. I think right. there just needs to be, like, some sort of broader rework because, like, yeah, there there needs to be more room for teams to breathe because, like, again, CG keeps giving all these extra toys and tools to TW that aren't in GAC. Yep. And TW is the mode that, like, can use it the least. Like, right. give it something else. Give it a rework. I, like, I have, like, crazy ideas of, like, what if they just cut guild sizes in half and, like, double the board <laughs> or something crazy? Like, I don't yeah, know. I thought about that too, Theta. Like, where they, if they, you have, like, a, a varsity and a junior varsity team for your guild... And just, yeah, exactly. just and keep the teams the same, like you know, 50, 50 zones. So the coordination is easier. Like you can either split it between like higher, higher activity and lower activity, or you can even like split it between like Western and Eastern time zones. Like it's, I don't, I don't know if that's the perfect fix for TW, but it's, I think it would make it, it better than not. it is now. <laughs> they need to do at least as a competitive something. mode as a solution, right? Yeah. I think community yeah. wise, it's probably a horrible idea, but right. Um, and so one of the questions is Vanguard is requiring Fulcrum Omi, and aren't they in the gauntlet? And yes, but that's because Fulcrum Omi, it's a preventative Omicron. It's not going to get used, but it stops people from placing EP, Star Killer, Juhani, Star uh, etc. It's, it's like what everyone did when Wampa was good, and like people right. were posting entire GAC boards to block Wampa, except it's TW, so blocking that is like no more, like less difficult. Right. So it, you're gonna use like you're gonna end up using him against or her against Dash. Like that. That's what the fulcrum is going to be used. You're gonna use your Omicron against the team you're gonna get a twenty against anyway, and so. It's completely wasting the Omicron in one sense, but in the other sense, you stopped EP Starkiller from being set. So, you know. Which. Right. Well, yeah, when, when you say, so when you say it's worthless for you, like it, it has a certain amount of intrinsic value. It just feels like it doesn't because it, you know. You'll never, you'll never use, use it. it. Right. right. That's, it has a value. It's just, you're never going to use it. Like, you could probably have a guild, and if the other guild doesn't scout much, that much, just see, oh, 40 Fulcrum Omicrons were applied. We can't do this on defense. And then right. you look, and all like the Fulcrums are R8, but it'll scare them off from doing whatever. <laughs> just because they're like, oh my god, 40 Fulcrum Omicrons? So Gridden made a point on Twitter like a while ago. And I don't know that it's like right for the game yet. And it like it was a broader discussion, but like, what do you guys think about the idea of like if this game had like a pick ban phase? Or not like pick ban, but like I mean his hypothetical is like what if you know you see your GAC opponent and then like you each get to like ban one character or something like that. Like maybe that could be done in TW as well or something. So I think I would have a lot of fun with that. The problem is people are already complaining that Datacrons are too confusing. Like now, yeah. now, now ban cat. Hmm. Like but that's, you, you know, I mean, I probably, no, I would probably, I would probably ban somebody else, but cat was just because we talked about her earlier. Um, 
you know, but like that's like it, it's kind of an interesting choice. Like, what yeah. would you do? I, I could see, I could see some value of it. I think, I think a lot of people would be, feel frustrated though. They're like, man, I, I just really like this character. What people keep right. picking it. I can't use. I would just want to use this character. Like that's what I want to do. I, I spent money on this character. I, like. Could you imagine yeah. you spent you spend like five hundred bucks to to unlock a character and buy all the gear for it and everything? You you have him relic right. eight, relic nine, whatever. You're excited, and your opponent's just like, nope, you can't use it. And then your yeah. next opponent's like, nope, can't use it. And you're like, well, crap. I well, put put three omicrons on him. All right, thanks. Guys. So remember, they did that though. It like, went they over did... so poorly. Oh, because it was awful. <laughs> yeah that's true like the, the way they went about it was very it, it like was. they they tied four characters together they were not related yeah. like it wasn't a faction right and yeah you had to pick your poison like that was, and uh, it was I, I, the people I, I, on the I forums there it. like the people on the forums picked it, it was kind of like reddit picking it where it's like uh guys so basically any character that involved any sort of like trying for it got banned Nestle's just like nope yeah <laughs> yeah and so it's like it, you know and all it did was piss off everybody that put any effort into these characters I mean, it took me so long like I, I was a territory war officer back then and trying to find the teams that we could use were like we could kind right. of like we could kind of patch together a troopers team and like right. there was some like <laughs> bounty hunters but I, like all the other teams just had these gaping holes of just yeah. like I don't I guess we'll just place them on defense, you know. Like I think we ended up winning that, but it was it was such a cluster. I hated it. We did. It, it was it was awful. Well, we won, but it was not in a pleasant way. <laughs> no, you know, I was, enjoy that. So right. th- this is neither here nor there, but I remembered like that was the clearest example that I really realized that people were just kind of out to also hate CG because there was a content creator who was really popular at the time. I won't, I won't name him, but he actually gave this idea. Like, he, he, legit, he legit, like, verbatim said, like, you know, block a certain amount of characters and make it more interesting. Yeah. And everybody, everybody agreed with him. It was like, oh, yeah, that would make it way more interesting. Like, you know, you block block X, Y, and Z from this next CW, and they yeah. did it. And the majority of the player base is like, you're idiot CG. Like, this is well, a terrible idea. So um, that's part of the that's problem. When I, that's when I realized that some people are just against CG for being against CG for the sake of being against CG. Well, also it's that there's a very big echo chamber and it's not just this game. It's every game because the majority of players of every game never once go to the official forums. And like that decision was solely made on the official forums of which like 500 people participate when the game has 417,000 active people. And so like 500 people are just like FCG <laughs> and F everybody that cares about this game. We're going to just ban the five best characters. And it's like nobody wanted this. But, you know, it's the, the vocal m- minority <laughs> won that day. Should have lived in a swing state. I don't know. You won't. <laughs> my swing stage. I, mean, I can't like, remember right, my so... EA password. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like so. On some level, it's like you know, card games do this, right? It's like the idea yeah. of like a rotation of like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say 
CG was still releasing like two GLs per year, and like three years yeah. from now, from now, it's like the board is just like all Galactic Legends. Like at some point, you would have right. wanted to be like, "Hey, we're we're phasing out Ray and SLK for a bit. They'll be on vacation." Like on some level, I guess that's what Datacrons are doing. Is like instead of banning characters, you're sure. just like, "All right, well, you can you can use Guy McDudeman, but uh, yeah." Ray, Ray McBen is gonna be doing pretty good over <laughs> here, so uh, have fun. Have fun with Guy McDudeman. If well, you, that's... If you really would use him that badly. We didn't ban him. Yeah, but I mean that's essentially what they you did to see before these Datacrons, right? See, the last two seasons has sucked. He's doing his best. <laughs> he's he he's working. I hate to agree with any Weevil. But see, the past two seasons with Datacrons were awful. Now, th- now he's going to have his time to shine for the next three months. But like, that's that's basically what you just said they did, where they're like, "Oh, C was two manning Ray teams, like, not anymore." <laughs> we're effectively putting C on B team duty at this point. I mean, but this is also gonna like always kind of the point of Datacrons, right? Is like, yeah, okay, Ray is gonna fall back down, C is propped up, like, probably SLK is up next, and then right. like JML will fall down, and like, you know, and I'm legit okay up. with that. Like, I'm okay with yeah. how they're doing this, to, to be clear. Like, that part of Datacrons, I'm okay with hey, we have all these characters that are really hard to get, even like Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo are really hard to get. Like We're going to rotate them so that if you get them, you'll have your time to shine, even if you're catching up and just getting Supreme Leader Kylo now. Like, I'm, I like that idea from them, not just, sorry, the newest thing is going to be the best thing forever and always. Have a good day. You'll never catch up. I just like how many issues would be, would be solved if this game just had, like, better rubber band mechanics. Well, I, I, I know people will complain of like, oh, well, it took me five months to farm this character, and now they can get it in one. It's like, man, I don't know, grow up. Like, well, and yeah. also with the way, the way GC, really with the way it was before, but even the way with this now, like, if you farm six months to get a character, that character is going to be so for years. Like, that's. Uh, unless you're at the very tip of the spear, like the meta does not change that quickly. Like Aiden is a really good example that Aiden in, in Kyber 4 is going to be relevant for like the next two years. Like that is not going to be a character that's going to be out of style. Yeah. Hmm. Kyber 1, sure. Like she'll she'll fall out. Some of the team will take her place probably relatively soon, but it's it, it's, it's going to take a while. Virtualbiden.com. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. Well, so Aiden was given the magical ability to go first. I think <laughs> she's going to take a long time to go out of style compared to every other yeah. team. Yeah, um, bonus turn meter goes a long way. We yes. invoke Han's law, <laughs> right? Han's law, exactly. When you go first, you go well. Um, because every my solution to every one of those twenty five percent data crowns was. Oh, I have Aiden for offense. Screw you. I don't care if your Finn is 450 speed. He's right. dead. He's also dead. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. I God, I didn't. But, but it's right in that 
what's going to happen when we get that, say, 10th GL? And, you know... I think that's why CG dropped down to one per year. I, I agree. I agree. I, I think the GLs were coming fast and furious, and you can only expand too. boards so long. <laughs> you can only expand boards so much, right, before it becomes too much. And like, we're already sitting here at the top saying the, ba- the board needs to be expanded again, but does anybody really want to spend, you know, a 3v3 board of 20? Well, I don't. So I think the reason why CG originally expanded the board from the last set was because so there were 14 teams total before the board expanded. So there was really no large incentive to spend money on the 15th best team because you didn't need it. Like you either had Galactic Legends or you had things that counter Galactic Legends. And as much as like data crumbs, I think have been bad for my account. They really fixed that problem because how I think there what there's 22 teams. Like you need to have 22 relevant teams right now. Yep. All they have to do is rotate out, you know, the 23rd to 30th team with data with like relevant data crons. And they really they can they can extend this like expanding the board thing for years longer than they could before, because those teams that were, you know, irrelevant before are now actually going to be able to enter into the GAC meta. So I think, like I said, like I'm not a huge fan of data crons, but I think they do allow for that freedom to not need to expand the board and still push people to expand the rosters. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many people have you talked to in the past week that have said, Oh crap, I don't have Bo at R5. Bo? Not many because she's a JMK requirement, but like yeah. Kendra, oh, sure. Well, any of the Mandalore. I, Bo was just the first one I thought about. Uh, how many, how many people this week or have said, Oh well, I got this Night Sister one, but you know. Oh yeah, definitely, my, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. My Talzin's like, only R three. A whole board. It's R five. A, a whole team of Inquis or sorry, Night Sisters at R five is like sure, tons of people have it, but it, it's rare in the gra- in the like the vast Grand majority team. of the player yeah. base. I have I have one R five Night Sister. I, I'm not even close. Right, and it, I mean because. It's legitimately better right now to have an undergeared zombie because despite CG trying, they cannot they cannot fix the zombie cheese. Um they will never fix it. No, no, they they will not. And it, it will bug me until the ga- day this game dies. They're just gonna uh, release Marin and it's gonna say, like, if you put zombie in this team, we're gonna send Crumb your right. personal address and phone right. number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will die eventually. Yes. <laughs> uh to, like the mechanic, you, you have the... to send Chrome three Hawaiian shirts. Um, it's just going to show you like three live like footage, like cameras on you, just like we know where you are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, it, activates your, team. it activates your computer camera, your phone yep. camera, and one other. Like, like uh, the, 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 the just going to be like, I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Yeah. <laughs> the GG mechanics, like if you uh, click, click into them, it just says die, 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 die. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Whoever the kit designer for Zombie gets so much shit on a regular basis. Like, and the the irony is, it was it's it's an extremely well built kit, just not for game balance. <laughs> they probably don't even work there anymore. Like that was like That's they got fair. tired of it. <laughs> like, like they're, they're like, right, this, Zombie, this, get out. <laughs> this joke is old out. enough. I'm I'm not working here anymore. Yeah, but I mean, it is an extremely well built kit, just not. 
for game balance. Because it's more accurate. Kit design has I'll been like insanely good lately. It's more accurate. Like, if there's one character that should should survive a permanent death, it's zombie. Like that 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 makes that makes sense. Yeah, I'm okay with that. From one Rebels episode, I actually blame Rebels. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, zo- nice zombie is definitely Rebels. You're you're right. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, then we should, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so most people think now that R9 materials are in the, the weekly store that we're getting R10 like tomorrow. Um, so let's speculate about R10. When do you think it's coming and do you th- where do you think it's going to be tied to? Next year. I, I I don't I don't think it's still this year. I, I think we're still like, I think we're still quite a bit of ways away from it. As far as where it is, I don't know. Probably a new game mode. All right. I see it by December and maybe from Conquest. I don't know. I originally thought it was going to be December. Now I'm actually so. Before tonight, and we haven't talked about any of this yet, um, before tonight, I would have said it's getting pushed into next year, like around May the 4th time. Um, but then Crumb tonight on the Escape podcast, he didn't he didn't come out. Well, I guess he came out with a little bit of news, but he didn't come out with anything big, except for what he did say is that a new puzzle is coming after job is released. And it's what they're focusing on next. And I'm like, uh, could that be the next, the next, you know, mechanic? Um, so now I'm not sure, but I, I think it's actually not coming till next year. And well, puzzle is especially weird because we have we literally have the new Galactic Legend and the new ship. Right. Right. So like- yeah. Right. <laughs> That's either going to be like the next Grand Inquisitor tier character, or yeah, you can see that thinking about it, maybe. I, it's yeah, it, it kind of seemed like though he was talking about Zareth mentioned earlier how they like to work in eras and stuff. I, I kind of seemed like the puzzle is going to be like they're going to release Java and then they're saying we're focusing on this era for the next three months yeah, or whatever it is. That's kind of how I interpreted it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but like they're like, hey, we're gonna be on Endor now or something. God, please Endor Leia. Can we just have one good Leia in the game six years later? <laughs> like Princess Princess Leia was amazing. I loved Who? Princess Le- like uh, the old the old uh, Leia team for Hat was fantastic. But then that died like four years ago. Can we get a good Leia since then? Well, she was so niche, anyways. Well, yeah. Princess Zodi was a very niche team. Um, Man, yeah. I wasn't even playing the game when that team was a thing. <laughs> like you that, were that's, not. That, that's how, that's pre-Calvin. I wasn't even. I wasn't even around for that. <laughs> that was that was prime. I've McMull. heard stories about it. Yeah, that was prime. That was how McMull became famous. Yeah, Princess Zodi, right there. Um, but. <sighs> We need a good player, um, which maybe. so 
the the comment from the gridzy session today is a hundred percent Bausch. Like that that has to yeah. be Leia, right? Like there, well, there's so, an, sure. an undercover agent working for Jabba. Oh, I, I guess it could be a Lando. I it guess could it could be Lando or or Leia, but I, I think I think it's honestly going to be both because when they and Zareth, I know I think you did a video on this or at least talked about it in one of your videos recently. They made it seem like there's going to be multiple marquees. Yes, yeah, there, it seems pretty. There's, a, there's there's at least two more because they said they said the word several, so you have yeah. to assume at least three. Right. There is a zero percent chance that they intend like Mob Enforcer and Greedo to be in that team with Java. I think oh, they're just no, going to no. custom build about how it sells. So it's it's going to be like the Inquisitors. Like the entire wait, squad is going to be new characters. I completely. We've been going for two and a half hours now, so I don't remember what I said on stream or off stream, but. Uh, Mob Enforcer is 100% the farm boy Luke of this GL. I, I'm convinced. I think there's while we're alive, but not active on Twitch. Um, a 100% Mob Enforcer. Everyone is gearing him up because he has the cartel tag, and he's not going to be a requirement. Or she, sorry. Sorry, Zareth. She will not be a requirement. <laughs> I was a good I, 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 I predicted her too, like that. She, she, she's in my list. Yeah, I, I put some like, gear on her because she doesn't actually cost that much gear. Actually, she's she's easy yeah. to gear. I think. So in my in my video, it was honestly kind of hard to find job requirements that weren't order required at like decently high relics. Yeah, right. And that's that. Well, I said it off stream, I think, and I'll say it on stream again. Of, I had six. I have thirty two characters that aren't a G twelve. They found six. Between profundity and and Java, like they, they looked at the metrics very hard and said, "Huh, what 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 can we do um, that people don't have?" And they they found it. Like I fully expected Java oh, to be I, in this I, group. I actually, yeah, he's he's the part of my prediction too. Just like purely just because Tatooine, like that's that's my only motivation. Yeah. But also, like nobody, no no nobody has it. Like and there's. Most of the requirements for Java are already at high relics, like Boba. Like Boba has a huge connection to Java. Like he's his right. main man. But everyone has part of R eight. Like yeah, exactly. Like and I, right. I, I think he'll still be an R nine. Like I, I, I do. I think he'll be in the next set. He'll be an R nine. Um, I'd be okay. But just, with that. but just examples like that. Like we're, the majority of characters that Java has a connection with, whether it be Chewbacca or Boba or whoever, most of them are required at high relics already. Like they're, they're. Like three bounty hunters total that aren't required for a Galactic Legend or a capital ship. Yeah. Hey, man, I I've had a lot of hard time trying to predict Java's requirements. I think there's going to be like one marquee for each. You know, have there's going to be two I more sets I, in that, theory. I think it's a safe bet. One yeah. marquee per set. But after that, like. Mm -hmm. kind of if you've been playing for six years you kind of have everything else that makes sense as a requirement for him which is why mob enforcer right or or jawa yeah i i think they're i think mob enforcer they just kind of want people to gear and then they're gonna be like nope nope we're not doing that sorry if you want to go if you want to go a little bit sideways from from like uh so there's there's like the the old canon um, yep. 
where uh, Mara Jade goes in it like her her whole thing was she she was thwarted from being able to do this but um like she she was originally sent by the emperor to go assassinate Luke um like she was going to uh, like basically steal the lightsaber from Luke when R2D2 yeah. shoots it in the air and she was just going to use the force and grab it and then they just like push him off the ledge and he'd just be <laughs> dead you know okay. and so I don't know like that was one of my requirements that predictions I, I don't really think it's going to be Mara Jade but it it could be Mara Jade the problem with Mara the, the, is just that she's already required I know. like she I know uh, I, I mean I, the logic makes a lot of sense but I mean CG does like stringing together right like I think a lot of players probably end up being interested in Starkiller because it's like oh you only need four characters for them yeah. also it's pretty good characters uh I could see it. It's a good gateway drug because people like Java right. as well. Well, and the CG, one thing CG likes to do is, oh, you have this character R5, now you need her at R8. Or R9, yeah. 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 And, and Mara, Mara fits that perfect. Of Most people kept her at R5. Like, that was the requirement. Keep her at R5. And then, all right, right now, now add three relic levels to it. Well, that's verbatim, that. verbatim Tarkin. Like that, that's 100% yeah. what they did. R3 for C, R3, R7 for Anakin. And like right. the connection, like sure they know each other, but the connection between Lord Vader and Tarkin is not strong. Like, well, they're not, no, I, I disagree there. It's actually pretty strong. I mean, like they have one interaction in the Clone Wars and then, you know, Darth Vader's present for the rest of the time. But like they have, they have basically what I'm getting at is they, they have leeway to make Marge a requirement for Jabba. Like that is not- oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, Mon Mothma and Chupio are required for old man Luke. Like, right. Or M- Marauder right. for C. Like, well, yeah. for, for Sith Eternal, they really had to grasp at straws on that one. <laughs> it's like, there, oh, you are all the Sith. There you go. <laughs> there, there's another one I'm trying to. Oh, Emperor Palpatine for crew as well. Like, that one, like, so the, the episode six iteration of Emperor Palpatine, like there, there's no connection at all with any kind of, like he wasn't born. Yeah. Like it, it is so far off, but the, you know, they can, they, they, they have, they've given themselves that amount of flexibility. I mean, yeah, they can, they've established, they can do whatever they want, essentially. Um, Which is fun. Actually, a lot of times. I, I mean, well, it, it, it opens doors. Hearing, but I agree. It, it, it opens doors. Like they, Right. Like a lot, I remember a lot of people when, when JML and C came out, everybody was not everybody, but there was a certain faction of people that were sure that we were going to get capital ships with them. Yep. And I'm like, they're not like, they're not shoehorned into doing that. Like they don't have to be identical to the first iteration of the Galactic Legends. They can, they can do what they want. And that's going to continue to be a theme for all Galactic Legends or all Legendaries or whatever. Let's play. Let's play a fun game here. What's what's your guys' favorite like generalized release? Like it. It doesn't have to be just like you know. I just like this one character, but but like uh, maybe a Galactic Legend that had a few different characters that came out with it. You know, like like General Jedi Master Kenobi with Cat or something like that. Like uh, throughout the game, you know, like there's been a lot of a lot of different things like that. Like what's I'm curious to know what what like what what hyped you the most. From the start, Hyped like, me. yeah, like, what, what were you the most excited about? You were like, man, this is super fun. This is really awesome. Like, I'd love where the game's at. Well, maybe not where the game specifically is at, but like where 
I love what they're doing with this right now. You know, like I'm excited for the prepared squad. I, I don't know. The you... beta rework. 100% because it, it, it felt like the best way to replicate the hallway scene. Yeah. I, I really like that one. The Merciless yeah. Massacre. Yeah. Yep. And actually it's going to sound stupid, but the B1 kit as well, because I felt it was so, they did so well matching that to lore of it's just like an endless wave of b1s and i know b1 isn't the best character out there but like i felt like you know i love the clone wars i've watched it more times than i can count at this point and i i just felt like the kit matched like these this oh, yeah. endless swarm of b1s I, I thought it was well done for me, it was it was definitely Jedi Luke's release, and, and for actually quite a few reasons. Number one, it was at a very low point in the game. It was during Arnold Gates, and <laughs> Cats. Oh. It, 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 he, he was he was a cool character that, to start with. That was but, a thing. <laughs> that yeah, was so a it, thing. It was. Um, but we had also spent I don't remember the exact amount of time, but I think we had spent six to eight months in a content drought because they told us they were updating the back systems of the yep. game to, to be able to do like cinematics, whatever. And the Janet Luke cat or the Janet Luke event came and we actually got to see that they were telling the truth. Yeah. Like there were, there were definitely way better cinematics, like the, the Vader scene um, taking down Janet Luke. And I, I don't remember which part of the event it was like, it, it, it confirmed that they were being honest with us. The what, what they had told us that they were mm-hmm. taking away time from, making new game modes to actually working on the ui like it, it proved what they were saying was true and that that for me that was huge and that ended up ushering in um i i think the most positive era of the entire game from generate luke event up until the great nerf was a point in time where you know you know, you know reddit was still gonna reddit but the <laughs> vast majority of the game was very content with what CG was doing. Like the, the Jedi Master Luke and the Sea events, they were both very good. Um, all the characters that were developed in that time were very great. Uh, we got a, a huge amount of content. That was the amount, uh, that was the first iteration of Conquest that the majority of the game was happy with um, at that time. Uh, so it was, like the, the Jedi Luke event for me was the, I don't remember the exact question now that you asked, sorry, I'm sorry, Zolo, but like that was the- <laughs> That was Zareth. That was me. Who oh, asked sorry, Sarah. My bad, Sarah. That's the wine getting to me. But like that, that, that was that was the most important for me. Like that ushered in a time that the community was most pleased with CG, and that that, that made the player experience for me the most enjoyable because then I had to. Sure. And I don't do this anymore. But like I don't have to fight people on Reddit to say that like CG doesn't hate the player base. Yeah. You know I. Before I even knew you, Calvin, I hated I hated you so much because you were always ahead of me on the leaderboard. <laughs> but my alt, that's fair. Alt, I was always just like, "What the hell, man? I hate this guy." I remember asking you what your alt's name was, and he told me Zareth Alt, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm stupid. Like that was <laughs> that was not that hard to figure out." <laughs> yeah, like that was the easiest thing to figure out ever. The most, the most, yeah, yep. I I, I changed it to Professor X so people wouldn't recognize it because. Now I get messages every once in a while. They're like, if I had known I was facing Zareth, I would have tried harder. I'm like, well, I'm glad you didn't know. <laughs> I didn't want you to try hard. That was a good time. 
Good time. What about you, Fatal? What was your favorite release time period time? Like, you know. Oh, you're muted, man. I think Starkiller. I think Starkiller was the first time that it felt like CG was actually like paying attention to competitive meta. And mm-hmm. like Yeah, it, it was like huge time for the game. It was like the first time in a really long while that it felt like there were opportunities to get creative and it was like all over the place. And I think to some degree Datacrons are like kind of capturing that like every season right now. Kind of just feels like everyone is just like improvising and like by the time everything is kind of figured out, then it resets again. But yeah, like it's kind of the exact same feeling that like right, Dash is new, Mars is new, like Talon is out there in the mix, Kyle Katarn is making Mon Mothma crazy, like, and then Starkiller hits. Yeah, it was just like a neat time for the game. It was like the biggest meta shakeup we had, we had ever had at that time, and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, actually, and so that's starkiller and though those characters are are actually my choice too uh but maybe for different reasons so i i agree like i love i love all of those characters they, they made they made so many awesome options for us uh that like i i did really like the competitive stuff involved with it i also just love like i i'm just a big big star wars fanboy in general like i know a lot of the lore i know a lot of the you know like I, i've read the majority of the old eu books and i mean like right now i'm even going through one of them on on audible you know like they they finally made a non-abridged versions for them and so the x-wing series yeah the x-wing yeah, series yeah hell yeah yeah corin horn waiting group yeah man i mean i i named i named one of my kids corin you know like yeah. the, like it's a, it's a big deal to me so the the fact and did you know actually before i i know this is a tangent but um did you know that he's actually in the Kenobi show? I did. I yes. didn't know until after that series came out, but I like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're setting it up. But then like there's creative differences with the Rogue Squadron director, but like a piece of me hopes that it falls through and that they just make it a series instead, because I don't know how you adapt those books into a movie instead of going like a Disney plus series. But yeah, I got high hopes. Yeah. But yeah, like the, for those of you who are, who are to the know, like Corin Horn, he's a character in the old eu he's a he's an x-wing pilot but then he's all from karelia but he's also in the kenobi series he's that little boy with his mom who the scammer jedi dude helps and i I don't think that's that's many spoilers so anyways uh so i loved that they took all these characters from that that aren't that they're not part of canon right now but they can't they can touch those parts in this game you know they've shown that a few different times and I loved that, that, you know, and they made him relevant and good. Like, I want to use him. Like, Kyle Katarn, it's a really cool place for him to be. I, I you know, to me, uh, you know, then Starkiller and his just over-the-top, you know, bring the Star Destroyer down moment. Like, uh, it just so perfectly encapsulated it. And I, I'm not, as a competitive player, I don't tend to be like, oh, well, you know, like, I'm too good for that kit, you know, like that that doesn't match the lore. It's not my Star Wars, whatever. Like, I I don't care. But uh, like when they can actually also get the lore stuff for me to be able to buy into the, you know, to that aspect and the the competitive aspect, like that's, they they get all the, all the gold stars from me. So that was, that was my favorite by, by a pretty considerable margin. I guess like the, the other one, and I know everyone hated it, so it's an unpopular thing, but like the Galaxy of Marquis, 
uh, point in time where where the Revens were released and you know Old Republic stuff <laughs> was being like is uh, same thing like old EU stuff. I'm just a sucker for it, I guess. But I, I'm I'm gonna stand by it. The marquee event was never the problem. It was it was the hard nodes. People were tired of hard nodes. Yeah, marquee events. You're literally getting a character at three star for free. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't saying that to you. It's just like, man, what what a fun time! So please stop <laughs> giving us these characters for free. I'm begging you. We're so tired of it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, gosh, this game. I still get. I still hear people saying like, "Yeah, I used. I've I've played so many other games. This game is so great for free to play." Yeah, you know. And then you hear yeah, other. Dude. You play other gotcha games, and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah." Marquee event? What? <laughs> I, I I had someone. I, I told you guys about this in the chat, but I had some like so. I'm I'm very close to having all six GLs. Like I'm probably a week or two away from it. And I had someone come on my one of my YouTube videos and just like flat out called me a liar. Like you are not free to play. There there is no way <laughs> that you have all six Galactic Legends in the game with never spending a dollar. And I mean like you know. To each their own, you know, I only have my word, but it, it's possible. Like, if you've been playing the game for a long enough amount of time and understand resource management and stuff like that, like, you can do it. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it. it's funny. It's probably not that common, but, but yeah, like... It, I, it, it, it's within the realm of, uh, like, possibility. Yeah, well, and, and just because you have all six GLs as free-to-play doesn't mean you've actually been wise in your resource management either. That's true as well. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot more to the game than GLs. Well, and so if you go to, God, this game has been almost seven years. It'll be seven years in, what, four months, uh, three months? Something like that, yeah. In November, Um, yeah. But so if you go to a lot of the guilds that are like between 400 and 420 million GP right now, you will find a lot of free-to-play or mostly free-to-play players that are five or six GLs and Starkiller. Like it, it's it's almost common at this, or not, maybe not pure free-to-play, but like I didn't spend more than two hundred dollars in seven years type free-to-play. Yeah, it's always interesting to me. People, people who are like, "Yeah, I played for for like five years, six years." It's not this game isn't worth a, a penny of my money, you know, of my paycheck. Like yeah. I, I've I've seen a couple comments like that, and I, I've always uh, people should be free to play if they want. I just I've always been like, well, if, for me, if if I'm spending this much ruin this ruinous amount of time on it, I mean, if I'm spending <laughs> a, an hour in the game every day or whatever CG's mandated, um, you know, and obviously my 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 amount of time investment is going to be a little different as a content creator and having two, I mean, two accounts, etc. But uh, yeah. like, if I'm spending that much time, like, I, I feel like if unless there's some kind of challenge aspect to me of like, no, I, I want to see how far I can get without spending money. Like, I I tend to spend money where I spend my time. So I don't know. I so. <laughs> For for every game I play, I will spend at least ten dollars. Well, I shouldn't say every game. It, every game that I play for longer than like a week, 
Um, and, and the whole purpose of it is if I like it enough that I've played one to two weeks, I want to at least give back $10. Well, and that's not different from any other part of life. Like there, right. there, there are some people who have golf as a hobby and they will spend thousands of dollars investing into golf. And there's some people that will literally spend zero dollars. They will, they will mooch off a friend or whatever, and always go to a game and they will get a, a ton of enjoyment. out. And, and neither of those, those positions are wrong. Like no, the guy who spends, no, absolutely not. Ab- the guy yeah. who spends thousands of dollars at the end of the day, it's entertainment, it's enjoyment. Whatever you get out of it is what you get out of it. Like there's no, right. you can't really, I mean, you, you can put a price tag on it. Sure, you can. But like that's, that varies per individual. Like, I, I guess I'm going to talk about how I'm free to play a lot tonight. Like I, I am free to play and I really like, I don't, I don't have issues with people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on the game because they, they, they enjoy it. Like that's, that's their prerogative. That's their money. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to sit here and criticize them. I, yeah. If you have it, I don't care how much you spend. It's your money, yeah. not mine. Like um, if, if your, your disposable income is in the six figures, like good for you. Like cool. Right. I just enjoy the crowd who says like, if you spend crystals at all, you're not free to play. Even if the game. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like that comment. I remember one time you said that in the, um, the, the, the content creator server that were in fatal and you were like, if you're a real free to play, you only buy some tickets. Like that's that's how you spend your crystals. And I was like, hey, no, that's that's fair. Like that's if you're really wanting to go to extremes, that that's a fair comment. Yeah. Um, God. I don't even know where to go from that comment. Um, yeah, we're out in left field by this point. My bad. Thanks, Calvin. Um, I, yeah uh let me bring it back with a podcast question then because that's the easiest way to do this um so recently there was a lot of talk about intelligence characters with the new cairo piece um so do you think this cairo piece is a good addition to the game bad addition to the game doesn't really matter addition to the game it literally doesn't matter. CG shouldn't have even said anything, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was just like, listen, you were going to have to spend 400 Kairos at the, on the new character anyway. At least now you have an extra 5% potency on them. Like, that's, that's, that's all that that piece does for me. Like, okay, you got diff- different stats. New Kyro yeah, so- tech is like people's Soviet a- activation word, and like they basically just CJ brought that on themselves. I'm gonna say it like, yes, w- word that announcement differently. Like, new yeah. crafting recipe that's right. all you had to yeah. do. Like, yeah, it's it's literally the same piece as every other piece, just with a couple different stats. <laughs> oh man, uh, there's there's been a few times like so. I typically, I'm like, you know, I think people overreact to the things CG does. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that it still like almost makes my blood boil is the way they introduced Kyrotech. Like that maybe they needed to do it just for, you know, their own economy yeah. reasons. I, I don't know. But the way they introduced it, they're, uh, it, it just still just pissed me off so bad. Just like, hey, we have these new pieces. It's, it's going to make it so that your other bottlenecks aren't as bad. But it, 
then the bottlenecks were still awful. And it, it was just like, hey, here's another way for us to gouge you for, for stuff. Like, I, I still have that feeling when, they, when they're like, hey, look, new piece. And I'm like, <laughs> it's Chirotech. I don't trust you with Chirotech. Like, screw <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, and this... that, that, that really shows. And like, I, uh, I don't know how to word this. So I'm just going to go into it. Like Relic solved that problem for CG. They allowed, mm-hmm. it, it created a way to milk the Krakens without destroying free-to-play. Um, and, and before we had Relics, that wasn't really a possibility. And we had, they had, CG had to work in with random things. Like they, they realized they weren't going to make enough money off of Darth Revan. So they had to push Chirotex out early. And you know that, you know, their corporation, whatever they have to do, what they have to do. Uh, but that was really bad for the player base. Like I remember CG Carrie saying she hated that. Like she did not yeah. like that was that was one of the reasons why she ended up leaving. And, and Relics fixed that problem because it gave away for spenders to feel like they were getting a bigger bank for the buck when it really like there are a lot of circumstances where an R9 on a character or an R8 or R7 on a character doesn't change the battle at all. And someone with good mods and a good strategy at R3 is going to destroy them. Um, I don't really, really remember where I was going with this, but um, <laughs> basically pre-relics, I think they had to make a lot of decisions to meet budget standards that probably weren't wise. So yeah, basically what I'm saying with you, Zareth, yeah, that was a, that that was a crap reason. Like that, that that wasn't that wasn't good when they brought it up when they said they were trying to equal the gear uh, crunch because they really weren't. And I mean, and Padme was the perfect proof of that. Padme required you know four hundred stun guns and three hundred Kairos. Yeah. Like she wasn't, and, and and they made good on that. They they put the the extra gear into her event and whatnot. But all that to say that the this Kyrotech gear is literally the them just wanting to mess with stat differences like. Fatal said it in the chat, but this is not them trying to screw the player base with a new gear crunch. Yeah. It's just them. All they're trying to do is change stats. Like they want, right. they, they want to elevate a different group of stats and characters and they want to do it without creating a new gear piece. So they're just taking an old gear piece and changing the stats. They're like the new character that comes out is going to require the same amount of Kyrotex that it did before, you know, 200, 250, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. It's you're gonna have the same Cairo crunch, just better stats on your character. Yeah, so I'm, I'm to be clear, I'm I'm not even saying that they are trying to screw it. I just that that's just my emotional response. I was right. just like, oh my right. gosh, more Cairo tech. Like at first, I I was I had like this moment of just like rage panic thing. I was like, but but yeah. once yeah. you actually read it and and evaluate, yeah, it it looks pretty harmless. Yeah, and so. It's it's, so, it's going to be good for the player, honestly. Even 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 the hundred percent free to play. Right. Uh. So one of the the part of the question that I kind of skipped over was, who are these like tactics based characters? And it's a lot of the good support characters basically are going to see a benefit to this. Um. Like tactics based is both Bastel as BB eight. 3PO, uh, Echo, Rex, Darth Revan, Treya, uh, Veers, Thrawn, Yoda. So, like, there's a whole crap ton of these so, tactic base that w- would have like, right? Basically, all the characters that do special damage like this. Um, 
So it's it's anyone that's tactics based is going to like this piece. That that's that's what it comes down to. And none of the past ones, like all the characters I just listed off, obviously they're not going to have this new piece, so it doesn't matter. But like every character like that, essentially, will like this new piece. Yeah. And, and and honestly, like you can ignore it. Like if if you look yeah. at that and never pay yeah. attention to it again, this is going to oh, change. Yeah absolutely nothing for you in the game like when a new character comes out you just yep. have to make sure you have the same amount of kairos needed before like this is right this is not I, going to trial you mentally at all i couldn't tell you over the original ones yeah I, I couldn't tell you the original two kairo pieces what their stats are i just know oh little green plus that i need to make activate to gear up to the next level i'm pretty sure one of them has tenacity that's all i can tell you i, I think one of them has speed too I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, I'm I'm not worried about it. I, I guess yeah. we'll we'll see. Maybe CG will find a way. It's it's, it's right. literally like it's not news. C, CG shot it's themselves not. in the foot. Right. It didn't need to be an announcement, and then if it did, then it didn't need to have that <laughs> title. <laughs> this has the same potential to screw us with Kyrotex as the old system had. Yep. Th- this does not. Like if, if they really wanted to gouge us, they could require a character with eight Kyrotex. Like that that could have been a thing well before this existed. Right. Right. You're just getting stats that match the actual character now. Um <laughs> what a god, they they really did just hey guys, we came up with a new recipe. It means nothing. Ignore us. You just I, yeah, maybe could they, they get a change the warden. I, I, I do like that they told us because Right, my, my my knee-jerk reaction would have definitely been, oh, this is a new gear crunch. Uh, yeah. may, maybe the wording could have been different. But like, even if they didn't say anything, you would like look at the piece in the game, you're like, oh, what's this? And then you would see 50-50, and you're like, oh, it's the same thing, whatever. Right, yeah. Well, reasonable uh, people would see that. Yeah, I don't know if I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I would, I would, I don't appreciate the expedition, but I think, I think the word recipe is key. Yeah, I, I like that. They should yeah. hire you, Fatal. Just... You could be, you could be the recipe guy, the word recipe guy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's we should probably wrap it up soon. So let's finish with one last podcast question. Of, I don't have JML, so he can't be my first R nine. Uh, I'm leaning towards Kenobi over Piet for my first R nine, as it would make the mirror that much harder for my opponents, and it would help me in light side territory battle. I also use first order against executor and GAC for the most part, so R9 Piet doesn't mean much. Uh, I have Slacker, C, and JMK. What are your th- guys' thoughts on R9? What was the reason for not being able to go JML? Don't have they it. don't have it. They don't have it unlocked. Yeah. They say he can't be your first Relic 9, but he could. <laughs> Just, Just eventually. Wait. Yeah. Um, they, oh, this is where who to R9, not who to work on next. That was like right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's who to okay. R9. Um I mean I would probably do Slacker before GK. Not Piet. If, if all you do is place Piet on defense, I don't think it matters. It, it so. does if you're gonna place the tri attacker comp. Because if Fair. someone is relic nine. They get guaranteed first go if they do the mirror, and then they just auto win. Right. Um, but I don't 
I think you'd get more use out of Supreme Leader Kylo than Piet. And maybe that's just me biased because every team I face is an R9 Piet. But I don't even look anymore. The other day yeah. I was like, oh, wow, you you actually had a Relic 8 Piet. I could have right. done something with that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> ah, my bad. Yeah, so so we don't know what division this person is like. At least I I don't know off no, the top of but, my head. But I, I'm I'm guessing if they only have three Galactic Legends, Piet is by like by a pretty decent margin going to be the best R nine. Like so, GK has some niche things that he can do at R nine, um, and, and Galactic Legends obviously too that even aren't named JML. But I think. At where this person is, I think an R9 Piet might just be wins versus losses. I think Zareth made the comment of like, you know, the triple attacker, that might just not go down. Like, we, I, I looked up recently how many people have an R5 Biston outside, um, or sorry, not outside of anything, but just R5 Biston in general. It, it's only 7,000. Like, you do yeah. the math, that's roughly the size of Kyber 1. So if you put down the triple attacker at R9, um, executor and Kyber 2 and below, you're probably not getting full cleared. Um, so I, 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 would be, I would be pushed to say Admiral Priat just purely because of where this player is at. Yeah, I, well, and that's just the thing. Like, if you don't, if you don't have Biston, like that's what I've been telling people lately. I'm like, man, you need to get because my my alt is in a like. <laughs> that's how I win a lot of times. Is I place that try attacker yep. comp on defense, and I'll I'll run it. You know, I'm facing some like low energy relic or like nine million accounts. You know, like yeah. I, I'm seven point three. They're they're monsters. I'm like, okay, if I can full clear. And then they can't clear my ships. I win. Yep, and that's yeah. exactly how you should play it. You know, and, and that 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 happens, you know, pretty consistently. And sometimes I'm like, damn it, if I could, I couldn't clear him because just roster reasons. But you know, um, yeah, like that's that's the main thing. I'm like, all right, I, I don't even have to be efficient, really. I just have to clear. And yeah, so in my opinion, you know that that could actually really move the needle having Relic 9 up yet. My all doesn't have Relic 9 for the record, but. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I get all that. I do. And full disclosure, Piet was my second R9. Yeah, Piet was my second R9. So, I mean, I had him high up on the list. Um. I don't know if I would put him there though. Like the more the more I attack on offense and use Supreme Leader Kylo, the more I want him at R9. Um and Zareth was slow with the comment. Ha, take that. Um <laughs> no, I just stole your I just oh, stole your you? data. I combined <laughs> sentences, actually. <laughs> I just took his sentence and yours and glued them together. <laughs> um, I, like I, I get what you're saying, but if you're if all your opponents also don't have an R nine, then it's it's honestly a coin flip anyway. And Supreme Leader yeah. Kylo countering whatever stupid Lord Vader is out there. 
I mean, clearing clearing fleet is great, but if you can't clear the front bottom, what does not clearing fleet mean? I just wonder. Uh, is he relic nine? He days. doesn't have JML. He like he doesn't have JML for Lord Vader. Sure. Um, I mean, it, it's basically commit JMK to Lord Vader or commit Supreme Leader Kylo at that point. Because if you don't have all the GLs, you probably don't have your full Fennec counter built up, or at least most people won't as well. Yeah, you you, you probably don't. But I mean, like, so I my R seven SLKR has never lost to a Lord Vader, e- even the R nine ones. Like, okay, there was there was one battle where I won with zero <laughs> seconds on the clock. My so, my my R nine has lost a couple times. I was gonna say um, I, I should I should probably have oh. an R eight or something like that, but it's yeah. Give it so I don't have R nine PIT either. Full disclosure, but it from all let's say three or four of the options that we were given, I think PIT is gonna be the most bang for your buck. Um, but that's what I would vote for. I mean, I do think the Supreme Leader Kylo, like it was a he's one of the very few that I felt it was a noticeable difference once I when I got him from eight to nine. I didn't think it would be. But I started getting more holds uh, when I put him on defense, which isn't as much of an option lately. But uh, I got more holds, and I, I also like killed things at a better, more efficient rate. So uh, I see where you're going with this. So I just personally, I, I just you could also just hoard it. Like that. That's a, that's another option. Like, well, I mean, that's yeah. My alt, my alt has. I could apply five more droid brains. Yeah. Right, you have, where I'm at, I think. You have more than I do. What the freak? You would just alt shame me, Zareth. Yes. That's what he likes to do. Ah. <laughs> I kid you not. Like, so even so, so oh yeah. So even Enjoy like purely, guilt, off, Calvin. Pure, <laughs> purely off of droid brains, I can only have four R9s. And off the laptops, I can only have three. How many R9s do you have right now? One. <laughs> so I do have more. <laughs> just straight up <laughs> oh that brings me joy yeah i guess it should i'm sorry you're, you're all <laughs> your, your account beats my alt in every meaningful way so it, it doesn't matter other than that oh uh, and real quick yeti with a raid thank thank you yeti good to see you on for snickered friday what's up yeti Appreciate it, man. Um, all right. So, Fatal, what what would you say for the final, or for the first R9? I mean, not to be lame, but I'm kind of in the, like, you don't really have to spend it right now, Cap. Like, yeah. especially if this is your first. I don't know how fast they're racking him in. Like, I don't know if they're, like, getting any Malga shards or what their next product is going to be on, like, if they're going for Jamla or something like that. There's just there's higher impact places that it can go. I would say like don't force it, especially since the the secondary piece costs so much extra stuff. Like fair, yeah. They are, like R nine SLK stocks are like super super down right now. At least like for where I'm at, and like with Datacrons running around, like dude is just getting his face caved in. Like I don't know. Right. I, yeah. And I've lost. Like I said, yeah. I've I've lost now three times with Supreme Leader Kylo. All three times there were three members on the team that were that i was facing that were r9 so i will say like uh if i if i were them like depending on what he's doing with his negotiator like i would say like maybe check your history i don't know if he's like holding it or posting it but i would say like if you're posting it check what your opponents are doing check if your opponents have r9 negotiator or not if they don't you could maybe get, get some leverage that way short term 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Or nine Kenobi. I still, I still to this day, I have resisted for a year now. Um, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Uh, right, I, I I don't I don't see the point because I, I don't see why either. It it doesn't change matchups like that. That's the bottom line. Right, the people that know what they're doing that you face, if they placed Empire on defense, they kept Tie Fighter Pilot, and if they didn't place Empire on defense, they have Tie Fighter Pilot, and you lose the mirror immediately. And if it's not a mirror, R nine doesn't matter. You don't well, want like, to invest what? to dunk on people like. Yeah, you could like whatever R9 SLK and maybe get some days where it's like, oh man, he's holding like crazy. You, yeah. You want your investments to go towards the people who who know how to handle R9 SLK and like. Right. Then like, okay, well then what next? Well, situation. It, like R9 GK will also be like R8 Piet, but again, if, if you're at the very end game level, like you're not, you're not finding R8 Piets. <laughs> right. I have R8 Piet. Oh. Hmm. Well, if you're not fighting <laughs> Fatal. Oh, <laughs> uh, bomb, bomb. Yeah. Uh, all right. On that note, <laughs> playbook. <laughs> he tried to make me do it too. <laughs> he did not succeed before he quit. Um, on that note, though, we should probably call it a day. Yeah. Calvin has made it till the end, so it's a successful round table. We did it. <laughs> we yay. did it. Yay. Woo. Choppy yay. <laughs> Choppy yay. <laughs> um, all right. Is there I'm gonna sleep good tonight? No joke. Oh, oh, he's not playing. Is he not playing? Dr. Zephyrus. Oh no, I was gonna say Aldous. Oh, I uh, love Aldous. I, I miss Aldous. Raid. I haven't talked to Aldous in ages. Yeah, we'll raid, we'll raid Aldous anyway. What the hell? Is he still out there? Yeah, he's... Oh, he people is. Just, at the moment people stop playing Galaxy of Heroes, they just vanish. They just <laughs> oh, did, exist. Oh, did he quit Galaxy of Heroes? I don't think so. I have not heard that. No, no. He's still oh. annoying, annoying gum and port. Good for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I read that. Never mind. Uh, I, I, I don't think Ando he quit that, it, at least. Did Ando, Ando like half quit again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all right. right so we'll we'll raid we'll raid Aldis. Um, thanks. Thanks for watching, everyone. Don't yeah. Be dicks. And remember, that evil sucks. <laughs> <laughs>